Yo, welcome everybody. Happy to, uh, well, I don't know what I'm saying. It's Friday morning. What's up, everyone? <laughs> I just stepped out of the shower after a massive incident, and uh, I'm trying to recover from that. I'm still scarred. I got PTSD from being in that shower and what happened in there. A lot of water flying all over the place. Ladies and gentlemen, plumber's tape. This is the key to life. Plumber's <laughs> tape, the key to life, ladies and gentlemen. Let me just tell you. I'm sitting in for Christian Harloff. He texted me this morning, 9 o'clock. He said, hey, man, do, do you mind stepping in and hosting today? I was like, sure. I got nothing going on this morning. So uh, I am joining you today while he's handling some business. We've got a huge, huge Smodown match going on today. I think Ben Goddard, correct me on that. I think the Bachelor match is today. Is that correct on Twitch? Today at 3 p.m. on the Twitch channel. That's right. So he's got to get all those roses prepared. Kristen Harloff does. So we had to get let him go do that. He's asked me to sit in. I'm excited. We're going to have a fun-ass time today uh, talking about all kinds of things going on in entertainment. And here are some great uh, points of views from the, the people who are joining uh, me today here to entertain you. Right over there, you already met him, Ben Goddard. How are you, brother? I am good, man. Happy that it's Friday. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. Uh, RB3 holding it down there. What can you say, man? Uh, I'm doing okay. I don't know how I sound, but hopefully I sound all right. I like it. Sounds like you're being held captive somewhere, so we'll try to bust you out. Mark (laughs) Riley, uh, the master Yoda. How are you, brother? How you doing, my friend? How How are you, everybody? Happy Friday. Happy Friday to you. You're on the precipice of this uh, live show tomorrow night. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, everybody. Get on it. Yeah. Tomorrow, 7 p.m. PT, Riley's Cantina Live. There it is. Uh, And the beautiful Sabrina Ramirez, who's uh, holding down the fort on so many fronts lately. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm happy you still joined us after your shower incident. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Roka. Wow, you look great. You come in hot like that. (laughs) Listen, man, it's life, dude. Uh, Football (laughs) is life. Uh, Ted Lasso. Oh, oh, no, wait, that's not what I'm saying. Brett Sheridan, how are you, Brett? What's (laughs) going down, man? All right. Uh, Yeah, Friday, man. You know, getting ready to party or something <laughs> where are you gonna party the man? weekend the man we meet up at a bar brett just remember when weekends there. meant something <laughs> <laughs> yeah i had a friend text me this morning he's like hey man uh i'm having breakfast over here at patty's in toluca lake and i was like Dude, why didn't you invite me and then in my head i was like yeah because you're in san diego you idiot and i was like yeah. oh man <laughs> the first time it kind of hit me that like i can't just go out and hang out uh, and uh, grab breakfast or uh, some social distancing food with a friend because I'm down here now. Interesting. Yeah, we're, we're uh, never inviting you anywhere ever. <laughs> yeah, you're basically dead to us. So. Pretty much. All right. Why don't you, once you cross into, past into Orange County and south, pff, you're yeah. on. You're dead to me. Yeah. I got it. I got it. I got it. Um, we got so much to talk about today. We're going to get Sorry, into it. But- what's your zip code? Four. <laughs> uh, nine. Uh, listen, there's so much happening go- uh, that we're going to get into. But uh, you guys know it's the Schmobots. It's the Super Chats. It's the Streamlabs. Those are the things that keep us alive. Let's have a great Friday to end the week. There was so much entertainment this week. So many funny things happened on all these SEN live shows. You know, we had great cast of characters every day and the reason that can happen is through your support of the show so let's get let's let's have an awesome awesome show donate as much as you can today to support the show and uh, tell everyone there at skybound uh, you know that that uh, you want to keep bringing all of us back every day to do the things that we do here uh, on uh, SEN live yeah john have you ever thought of like getting rid of it schmobot because it's kind of annoying and um then we could just not do the show um you think that would be an option no uh no. i don't Definitely an option. No. Definitely an option. But no, I just love the. Hey, have you guys ever thought about getting rid of the thing that pays your bills? Um, no. 
Not, oh, not you were talking about fans <laughs> making those comments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, we haven't. No, we haven't. Um, hey, not, I know you have a restaurant. You ever considered not selling food? Um, that maybe just the food is kind of annoying at your restaurant. Why do you have tables? It makes no sense to me why you have tables. Just give them the food and let them walk around yes. uh, on the sidewalk, for God's sakes. What's your problem? Uh, but yeah, send all that stuff in. Let's let's finish out the week. Let's show Kristen Harloff uh, how much appreciation you have for all the all the entertainment we're bringing to you here on the Shmodan Entertainment Network. All right, my man, uh, Ben Goddard, let's start it off. Uh, we touched on it a little bit yesterday, but it seems like it's pretty confirmed that Benedict Cumberbatch will be reprising his role as Doctor Strange in the upcoming uh, MCU Spider-Man 3, uh, <laughs> homesick, staying at home, uh, safe distance, whatever it's going to be called. Um, James Lavario will... donated $20. Oh. Ooh, thank you, James. I look forward to listening to this show every day. In fact, no matter what I'm doing, I stop to tune in as live as I can. Just barely getting around to listening to the Black Panther Cinephiles. Great so far. Draw a red impression, please. Should we wait on that? We'll say we'll say. I can do it right now because then I don't want to forget about it. James, I appreciate you. You you son of a gun coming in here with your cash money thrown around. You, and taking the time like that is a beautiful thing. I sometimes don't even have time to stop drinking. It's the tough life, but I'm living it. There you go. <laughs> That's good. I like it. It's good. Uh, Which, uh, my wife. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> my wife said, why do you do improv stuff? You've never really been known for being good at improv. <laughs> She really said I'm leaving a Yelp review there about no that. Drop. There was no drop. Uh, there was RB3, no drop. I'd like to, I'd like to up, speak no to drop. your manager. Jesus. <laughs> now my mic is on. Uh, uh, it was fun. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead, man. Keep finishing the story, brother. Uh, so I just thought it was like a, a funny connection because, you know, Sam Raimi directed like the first three Spider-Man movies. And yeah. now he's directing Doctor Strange, who's going to be in a Spider-Man movie. So that's a fun little connection. So, and you know, we talked about a little bit about like a multiverse, like a spider verse, like we've seen in Sony. But you know, yeah. Hector Navarro was bringing up some good points yesterday that you know, um, J.K. Simmons showed up, and it wasn't a multiverse. So, like, do you guys want a multiverse, or do you just want them to be like these are the villains that are in here, or do you want like them to kind of dive into like the quote unquote multiverse that yeah. Mysterio was talking about in um, in Far From Home? Yeah, I, I think they're absolutely setting up a multiverse, um, and I and I respect uh, uh, Bob Smith's point of view, uh, Hector Navarro. I respect his point of view about this situation, but I do think J. Jonah Jameson in this universe is a online blog editor. It does not mean that he still doesn't exist in Tobey Maguire's universe as the editor of the Daily Bugle and then something else in Andrew Garfield's universe. So just because it's the same actor doesn't mean they have to play the same necess the same exact position as they have in one universe in the other. So for me, starting off with what well, we talked about this on Geek Buddies yesterday, WandaVision starts everything into Multiverse of Madness that leads into Spider-Man. And it may just be why they got Sam Raimi to uh, to direct Multiverse of Madness, maybe in the back of their minds, they wanted it to connect up into Spider-Man and who else 
better to do it than the guy who kind of put Spider-Man on the map in terms of on screen in a theatrical presentation than Sam Raimi. So it makes all kinds of sense. Electro, the Sinister Six being set up, you know, Jamie Foxx coming back. That's from the Garfield universe. So uh, to me, this feels very logically, very logical that they're setting up a multiverse for Spider-Man. They saw the success of Into the Spider-Verse. And also remember, Holland's only under contract for what, two films? So after the two more films, rather, after that, I don't know if they're going to renegotiate or not, but if they don't, then he can easily David slide Wilson back into Sony and a Sinister Six setup. Hey Schmoes, I still don't really like the idea of a live-action Spider-Verse. I might mm. be the only one, but in my opinion, it takes away a bit from the Into the Spider-Verse being so special. Unless, of course, these connect to that. Yeah, fair. What do you think, Riley? Uh, I think we're going to get Doctor Strange walking into some kind of portal at the end of uh, the, the madness of the multiverse, and there's Tobey Maguire's Peter uh, Parker. Oh, yeah. I, I think that's what we're, where we're going to see it, and Ben, your point, I think that's going to be really fun for Raimi, and I think that's going to be a big moment for the fans that we're going to see. I think that's where it's leading. Sony's smart for doing this because with the multiverse, you get to then not have to worry about Spider-Man and the MCU anymore. Mm -hmm. You could then create your Sinister Six. You can bring all these villains out. You can cherry pick some of our favorites from the different uh, eras of, of Spider-Man. And yeah. the multiverse is so fun. And and I think that that's what they're, you know, we always say this can probably go to the X-Men. I don't know if that's going to be true or not. And right, if right. Division, it's going to do House of M and create some riff. I don't know. But it sounds really fun. Gives you a lot of storytelling opportunities. That's why I like it because it really yeah. does. It opens it up. Why? Yeah. I. I. I Hector saying that it. He. He thinks it could just be characters playing different, but not multiverse. Is that what the the point was? Because yeah, I, I like uh, here. Let me let me look up his tweets. Because like I know he he put in like J.K. Simmons and saying just saying I you know it. they didn't explain a multiverse in this and there was another one I can't remember who it was. I mean I like that idea too. Yeah, I do like the idea of. Of being able to take, let's say, Jamie Foxx and go, oh, he's just playing Electro, and it's kind of this really cool kind of tip of the hat. I don't know. But mm. with the multiverse, like I said, so many opportunities. Why wouldn't you do this? All signs are pointing there. Christian even pointed uh, posted yesterday, like, rumors of Kirsten Dunst coming back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we're going there. <clears throat> yeah, sense. absolutely. What do you think, Sabrina? Yeah, I think they can open this up to something much larger and really exciting and refreshing for everything in the MCU. Obviously, we saw Spider-Verse, and I think it could still remain just as special because it's such a cute, beautiful film. Like, it's just genuinely so charming. And um, one of the, definitely one of the highlights of 2018. But this is going to be something different because we have Doctor Strange. We'll have moments where we could possibly see someone like Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield possibly come back. <laughs> oh, he's coming back. <laughs> He's coming back, and I'm, I'm going to be happy to see it. Uh, anytime you say Andrew Garfield's going to be Peter Parker again, I'm down for it. Um, but I think having J.K. Simmons <laughs> reprise his role, I feel Where's like that Peter was... Parker? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I disagree. Sorry, like, I'm just, like, good-looking and stylish and athletic. <laughs> oh, but I'm such an outcast. Oh, no. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, whatever. There's no bad Peter Parker. Let's just get that straight. They all are different in their own ways, and I'm going to be excited if we can see them all on screen together. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see Tobey Maguire because he's so much older now when he was already... Right. Playing, like high school, college aged, and looked way too old. Like that. <laughs> it's like thirty five. I loved it. That, that's why like, I think. Like literally thirty. Same yeah. thing with Andrew Garfield too. At least he looks a little bit younger, though. Right. 
Yeah, RB3, I mean, you look at, it could be, if we saw Spider-Verse, I saw you shaking your head at the idea of a live-action Spider-Verse, so I want to get your thoughts on this. Like, Because, I mean, Toby could be the Peter B. Parker, or he could be the Peter Parker who's training the Miles Morales in his universe, and then Miles jumps over. We also open the door to the possibility of Spider-Gwen coming in and, and being seen live-action as well. Do, do you, uh, does it, is it all too much, do you think, for live-action, or, or do you, do you, are you excited about this at all? I just I just don't like that Sony is always so enthusiastic to put, to put the cart before the horse. Like mm. every time they just always just go for like the most extreme like sequel ideas and like yo, you could just chill for a minute. Like right. we could just have a regular trilogy. Like the Raimi trilogy was almost a regular trilogy until they were like, Oh, add Venom and add like all oh, this stuff. Right. You know, like even Amazing Spider Man too, they just don't know how to end the franchise. So I just wish they would have just you know, just made it like a simple trilogy. Like I didn't love Far From Home, but at least it was like a, a well-contained, for the most part, story. You know what I mean? And yeah. uh, San for Spider-Man: Homecoming. So I guess if their intent is not to make a trilogy, if their intent is to make like 800 films with yeah. with, with 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 Tom, I, I totally get it. But at the same time, like you know, in comic books, it usually takes them to like issue 1,000 before they get to like the multiverse, mm. not to not the third film in the franchise. So I just feel like, you know, there's not a lot built there's there's not a lot of build up. But then I guess at the same time you can also make the argument that he's already fought Thanos in space on a different planet. So yeah. he's already already kind of taken the max jump he could already make them on that level too. But right. I don't know. I just you know, I like the friendly neighborhood Spider Man. I like Homecoming because I thought they really honed in on that a lot. I like the yeah. friendly neighborhood of Spider Man. Yeah. I think we don't we don't get that a lot. I thought the Spider Man one and two, the Raimi versions, did that perfectly. And I think since that, you know, we haven't really got a good version of that. Okay. Okay. Brett, do you have any thoughts on this one, Brett? Well, I've said it before. Um, all Spider-Man since the Electric Company Spider-Man have been shit. And um, no, I I don't. Every time, the more you guys say multiverse, the more the, it doesn't have any meaning for me anymore. I still don't. I'm kind of not even gripping what a multiverse is. So that's what the that's what the um, the animated one ones that where they all are coming in from. Mm-hmm. A, that's a multiverse. Okay. Right, yeah. Right. So um, yeah, I mean, as long as it's not confusing as to why they're all coming together, I think I might enjoy it. But if if I'm confused by it, I won't like it. <laughs> I, just, I just don't, I don't even know if it benefits them to do a side-by-side comparison of Spider-Verse, like to have Spider-Gwen mm. in there and stuff like that. Like, yeah, right. I don't know if you Queen can make a better Spider-Verse movie than Spider-Verse. Look at mm. Civil War. I think Marvel can pull it off. Even though it was effectively another Avengers movie in the end, it was clear that the whole Captain America trilogy was truly his own series. In the mm. end, I trust Marvel. That's where I'm going. That's it. when with with all these conversations, I I I totally agree with a lot of it. With Marvel, though, you can't bet against them sometimes. Yeah, I feel yeah. like if they want to do their multiverse, and that this is their dry, this is their phase four. I'm like, yeah, they must have a plan then, and a long plan. Well, I trust I trust Marvel. I don't trust them. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that, RB. That's fair. Yeah, I think, That's and fair. if Sony is smart, then they might want to try to work something out where they they keep doing this with Marvel for past. Yeah. The next few Spider-Man movies. Well, I mean, I would and, love that. And I yeah. think we're all in that same boat because, no, like, Doctor Strange is literally called Multiverse of Madness, and no yeah. one was like, I don't know. But you bring in Sony and Spider-Man with that, and everyone's like, hold on, hold on, yeah. time out, time out. And they're already, like, <laughs> with, like, you know, Jamie Foxx, and now uh, with Doctor Strange, it's like, again, I don't know why Tom Holland just can't have his own Spider-Man movie. I yeah. don't know why they don't have the faith in him with that. 
That's something that I was worried about because when they first said that Doctor Strange was going to be a part of this, I didn't know how large of a role it was going to be. If it was going to be something smaller, like a nice cameo like he had in Thor Ragnarok. Um, Mm. But I saw some people saying he's going to be his mentor. And that's kind of something that now thinking about it, I don't know if I really want to see that because we already have like Spider-Man. We had his relationship with Tony Stark and going forward, I don't want it to just pass the mantle from... uh, Tony to Doctor Strange and Peter just be this um, kind of I don't know like little sidekick to them. Yeah, like a bridge. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, instead of his yeah. own person. Like Agreed. I wanted to see a story where he's genuinely at the forefront and he's able to navigate everything himself. But I, yeah, so Spider Man not have a mentor anymore because he can stand on his own, especially after Far From Home. I would yeah. like to believe that. Well, I thought but, yeah. that was the point of like Homecoming. You know, like yeah. when he's lifting the rubble, he's like, "Come on, Spider Man! Come on, Spider Man!" Like. That was the whole thing is like he did it on his own without yeah. Tony's help. And then like then uh, Far From Home was like, uh, no, like I still need Tony and I miss Tony. And it's like, OK, yeah, that's cool. Like I get it. I was kind of excited when you said Spider Gwen because my daughter likes her. And, yeah. you know, as a as an attractive young white girl, it's hardly she hardly ever gets to see herself represented on screen. <laughs> so <laughs> If there is going to be a live action Spider-Verse, then what happens to the animated version? Sony doesn't want to make sequels to an Oscar winning movie? Seems strange to me. Oh, they'll no, they'll do that. They I mean, are. No. Talk, yeah, the, the Spider-Verse 2 is already dated, I think, yeah. for a couple, in a couple of years. I think, I think and, Sony's trying to treat their one franchise kind of like DC is doing, where it's yeah. like, you know, we're going to have, you know, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, all that stuff together, but yeah. we're also going to have the Batman and Joker and, you know, whatever else uh, we want to do with it. Yeah, well, I mean, that's what this is. This is their expanding world. And Flash, yeah. yeah. Let's let's not. Let's not. It's the rumors yeah. they're talking about. It's, it's going to get Val Kilmer and possibly Clooney too, and all of that. So if D, if D, and people seem excited about that, so why are people hesitant about this? It's not like DC's track record is just as strong is you know way better than Sony. So it's like, only if Spider Ham shows up in Spider Man Three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, Spider Ham shows up, then I'm all in. John Mulaney is the voice. Yeah. Hands him a cartoon uh, hammer and says, "Go get him, pal." Oh, the best. That's the yeah. mentor. Uh, that's the mentor Tom Holland needs is Spider Man. <laughs> Can I you mean, blow I hear- through the air when you smell a delicious pie? <laughs> now, 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 live action animated Spider Man crossover. I, I'm sold on that. You can get yeah. Me, oh, that Rabbit. could be interesting. Yeah, yeah, give me some Roger Rabbits. Give me some. Yes, you frame Tom Holland. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. I want that. I want that. He peeks into that universe and yeah, no, I'm not going in there. I roll right on past it. Yeah, Nick Cage could be there. How are they going to navigate this story with everything else, with having, like, Zendaya? Yeah. Zendaya? Zendaya? Yeah. Oh, right. Oh. Well said. Oh. No, yeah. RB3 cuts anybody off when they say Zendaya, so that wasn't my fault. How are they going to navigate all of that? Because we have so many strings that have already happened from the first two films, then adding all of this in. It just really depends if they're going to make one cohesive story and not, like Brett said, have it just be genuinely confusing for anyone who hasn't seen every single film beforehand. Mm. It's not to be, like, easy to watch. Like, we don't want to be scrambling our brains. It's Spider-Man. Well, and and this is why I push back a little bit when you guys say he hasn't had his own film. I get that that he hasn't had his own. I guess I I just don't 100% agree because the first film, we're following his story 
as a kid, discover, you know, using his powers, trying to become this Spider-Man, negotiating high school, negotiating his crush for that other girl, finding out Vulture's her dad. So that's very much his story. And then, of course, the Tony, the Tony Stark thing is a part of it as well. But he's not, he, he's he's just a few scenes. And then in the second film, it's about him trying to figure out his relationship with Zendaya throughout that whole thing, and then also uh, dealing with the loss of Tony Stark, and then navigating. So it's very much his story. Uh, and I take your point that it's not solo, and there isn't other characters coming in from other universes but it is still very much we've had a taste of what tom holland's peter parker is so it's just maybe just one of these ones that exists with multiple things going on at the same time so and that's not i don't think that's a negative because both of those films have been very well received by the fans i feel like Mm -hmm. overall agree maybe i'm alone i don't know yeah no No, i I agree like you know all it, it is mcu so i'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt of this but it just seems weird that like okay like there's no more tony stark and he's completed his I'm yeah. Tony, but not really story. Now we're putting in someone that looks exactly like Tony Stark and has the same sense of humor and the same quips. Like, <laughs> right. I, I, I can already see him not- using the, the cloak at the end of the thing. Like, <gasps> thank you. And then going into the, the final battle. <laughs> well, I like to believe the Marvel wouldn't repeat uh, a very similar beat and story element in their, in their arc for Peter Parker. Right. And that, it's more indicative Review of the plot in the, in the MCU in Phase 4. Can we get J-Lo mm. challenging Roka to a schmodown in only movies she has been in? <laughs> oh, I lose that every time. Oh, shit. That's good. <laughs> I lose that every time. You can do that right now. Uh, uh, let's do it right now. Yeah, let's do it right now. All right. <laughs> Just me being me? Okay. Uh, be the outlaw, I guess. All right. I don't have the hat in front of me. Can you look up Jennifer Lopez's filmography? Yeah, I want you to look up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Gili, uh, that's all you need. Gili. Gili, that's- exactly. There you go. Oh, okay. I forgot uh, about a few. All Selena. Right. Selena. Motorhead donated $20. Depeche Guys, don't get me wrong. Christian is great and he is an excellent host. But I truly cherish the times that Roka is hosting because I don't oh. have to hear the Mad Hatter bit or so sorry Lex every two seconds. Love you guys. <laughs> Cheers, you. Wow, are. I do love the the cherish. I have no comment. I cherish, <laughs> cherish, <laughs> cherish. Cherish is the words. <laughs> yeah, a little Madonna action. I respect, respect it. Uh, right. But that's very kind of you. Thank you. But Christian's the man. Please, I, I won't take. Yeah, any. we don't have this without him. Please stop. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. But I appreciate it. it's very kind of you. I mean, so I'll keep don't going. say anything bad about Christian. <laughs> <laughs> Let <laughs> us say bad things about See, him when he's on with us. I think he's being held captive. In a dungeon army. <laughs> <laughs> Christian Harlock is the best person on the planet. Uh, all right, Sabrina, let's let's do this thing. Hey, yo, outlaw. <laughs> you know what it is already. I'm just saying that I'm one of the best actresses that we've ever seen in Hollywood. I'm saying we go exhibition match. We go all J Lo movies. We go Geely. We go Selena. We go uh, you know Hustlers. We go The Boy Next Door. We go second act cinematic masterpiece. Jennifer Lopez exhibition match, you and me, and I'm taking you down. I, you know what? You have every right to take me down. I think it's possible. Once we get past the 1998-99 area, you're pretty much lost to me until we get to Hustlers. So you're probably going <laughs> to kick my ass. But I'll hang in there at least first round. I'll give you a U-turn. I'll give you Selena. I'll give you a money train. I'll give you uh, out of sight. I'll give you all those movies. But then you start sliding into Made Manhattan and you lose me. 
honey. You lose me very much. So that's the outlaw talking to J-Lo. You lose me all the time with that kind of stuff. So, you know, no thanks. No thanks with enough. No thanks with uh, uh, the Monster-in-Law. No thanks with any of those damn movies. No. Geely, Jersey Girl, wherever else you're popping up. No thanks. I do it's just not my fault that you don't have taste. Let's end there. I do love how uh, the outlaw used to. I, I called her honey, but only as a character. Only as a character. character. I love. I defend women. I am a feminist. I just let you know. <laughs> I just want to be clear. The outlaw, <laughs> totally not. John Roca. Look, if he can have racist Elmo, I get to have outlaw here a little bit. <laughs> All right. He's not racist. He's just scared of black people. <laughs> oh, that's, that's Elmo. Come on. It's Come just on. Elmo. That's not any better. <laughs> Correct, Elmo. <laughs> Oh, by the way, as we were watching last night. We just were like vegging out on the couch late at night. We were watching Peacock and going through some old SNL skits. They have a whole section where you can watch old SNL skits. And we got into just the the, uh, the Black Jeopardy hole. Holy shit, man. Some, the Tom Hanks one is just brilliant on so many levels. And when um, Keenan Thompson starts walking over to him and he's like... He's all freaking out scared. <laughs> I was like, that's perfect. That's damn perfect. And the button on that sketch is awesome. <laughs> anyway, yeah, let's keep going. Can I, can oh, I, I do want to say. Oh, yeah. Uh, Go over uh, everything. I was going to say, we do have, uh, we th- thanks to our good friends at uh, Coming Up Next, which you can watch every Thursday at uh, 2 o'clock. We do have some new sound effects. We do want to plan for you guys. This, this one's my personal favorite. It's Britney, bitch. Oh, yeah. Love. Um, and then we also have this one from the great uh, Tom Dagnino. Bottom line, you're a loser. <laughs> so yeah, we have awesome. we have some additional we have some additional ones. So Appreciate people want to send in suggestions, you know, for more sound effects, put in the twenty dollars, and then we'll we'll be yeah yeah there you go. There you go. Uh, Brett, hit that uh, hit that magic spoon read for us. All right, yeah. Speaking of Tom Dynino, what about cereal? That's <laughs> not. Um, <laughs> I bet he loves cereal. Um, but yeah, he's pretty caught up, and he probably had to quit the cereal just like I did uh, because it had a lot of sugar and junk in it. Um, yeah. so cutting down carbs, eating healthier, you realize you can't eat a bunch of cereal, but. The folks at Magic Spoon are here to help us out, us cereal lovers. It's got zero sugar, 11 grams of protein, only three net grams of carbs in each serving, four flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, blueberry. You can try them all in a variety pack. It's amazing. Honestly, it's too good to be true. Uh, It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. You got to try them out. Kate? is eating them up i think she's gone through like eight boxes this week uh i wish she was here to show the box in front of it i always forget to bring one out but she's usually my model for it but not today uh go to magicspoon.com slash sen live and grab a variety pack and try today and be sure to use the code sen live at checkout for free shipping and they're so confident. These Magic Spoon is so confident with their product. It's backed with a hundred percent happiness guarantee. Donated twenty dollars. Oh, shout I agree. RB three. Yes, shout out to RB three. He loves Magic Spoon. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund you your money, no questions asked. That's MagicSpoon.com/slash/sen-live and use the code SENLive for free shipping. And thank you, Magic Spoon, for helping us get a nice, healthy cereal. Mm-hmm. Nice. 
And I want to add to that one, guys. We are looking to create a sizzle reel for uh, for this show. So if you guys have any of your favorite SCN moments, uh, either uh, if you guys could leave them in, because uh, like I, I'm looking at the chat, but like I want to be able to come back, mm. leave a comment of some of your favorite SCN moments so we can create a sizzle reel for this. Uh, me and some of the producers at Skybound are looking to do this. Uh, and I need your guys' help because there's been so many amazing, hilarious, ridiculous moments on this show. We want to try and narrow it down to a few clips. And that's really hard <laughs> with like over 200 episodes. So if you guys could... Uh, leave it in the comments uh, after this show some of your favorite SEN moments that would really, really help me out. Thank you so yeah. much. All right. Awesome. There you go. All right. Yeah. Next up, uh, we've got a, basically, we Get don't have much. Score motor oh, okay. donated there. $20. Oh, there dollars. Thank you. Shout out to RB3 for the Prince shirt. If you haven't yeah. seen it before, Teresa video on YouTube from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame of Tom Petty playing while my guitar oh. gently weeps and Prince comes in from out of nowhere yep. and shreds on it. Check it out. It's in, it's incredible. And it's then he just incredible. bolts. He just comes out, kills it, and then like peace. <laughs> hey you motherfuckers, can we get drunk Brett and angry Riley as Trump's advisors? Brett convinces <laughs> Trump to do a rally despite having COVID and Riley is against it. <laughs> you ready, Riley? You wanna knock it out so we don't forget it or you wanna move? Oh yeah. Um, All right, listen, listen here, Trump. You gotta get yeah. your feelings better than you have in twenty years, and I've seen you. You don't look like you felt that good in twenty years. But I tell you what, you're probably COVID-free after seven days, so you need to get out there and start kissing babies and hugging people and getting the word out to make America great whoa, again, again. Whoa, whoa, motherfucker! What are you doing? What in the hell are you doing? You cannot go out there. What the fuck are you listening to this guy? Jesus Christ, you gotta you have COVID. You gotta stay indoors. Put on a fucking mask, man. Don't be stupid. Stay in here. Watch your TV. You'll be fine. We need you quarantine, all right? Don't listen to uh, both of you make excellent points. Uh, Brett Sheridan, and Drunk Ship, Drunk Brett, you made better points, obviously. I am going back out there. I've got a yeah, new green screen. This is where we're going, yep. i got a new green screen it's, uh, that I'm going to put myself in front of. I've got some new bronzer, some new uh, some new stuff. I'm going to look just like a human being. I'm telling you, I'm going to look just like a healthy human being. No God, problem at all. Your face is melting, man. you got to go indoors, okay? Fuck! Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, Mark Meadows, come in here. Uh, I need you to address this Riley situation. Thank you so much for uh, your service to the White House, uh, Mark Riley. Uh, thank you so much. Right. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, get out of here. Get go here. get him. Get it. Do it. Get All take right. more steroids and go. <laughs> That's good. That it. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay, so uh, the rest of the news, we just have a bunch of trailers. I don't know if you guys got to see any of them, mm. but the main one I want to talk about, the first one, is uh, Robert Kirksman Invincible, the animated uh, superhero series that is coming out, yeah. and it has literally everybody under the sun cast in this, and it looks like the boys' uh, season finale just aired uh, today slash last night, um, and so Invincible is like kind of in that same adult comic book world yeah and like just like i can't even read half these names because like there's like 20 people listed as starring in this role and it's about a, a young uh looks like a teenage boy getting his, his superpowers and he's invincible and there's there's blood there's guts there's yep. there's a lot of crazy stuff going on so did you guys get a chance to watch this 
look fantastic. This is Mark Riley's book that he gave me to read that I never returned to him. And I'll have to at some point uh, FedEx it back to you. Uh, but yeah, he gave it to me to read about a year ago. And I finally uh, finished Good, isn't it a few months ago. It's incredible. So the yeah. fact that they're doing this and the trailer looks astonishing. And you might as well just say, uh, Ben Goddard, the entire cast of Walking Dead plus a couple other people. I mean, because yeah. it's like, it's, it's a lot of them and are coming Hamill. back. And Mark Hamill, right? <laughs> Who's in Steven, everything. Steven Yoon's in this. He's leading the Man cast. So it's great to hear him. Take this $20 and get RB3 out of that pit you put him in. <laughs> uh, we're going to need more than that. You're going to have to yeah, donate it's gonna $100. Take, it's going to take a little bit more. RB3, Sorry, we'll yeah. save you, man. We'll save you. <laughs> it's going to take about 1000 hint, hint, for us to get past, uh, to get RB3 out of that pit, just letting you know. Look at um, what does, too, by the way. It's so funny because the other day, Roken, I texted Roken, a great number that we were at, like, and we we're like, hey, we're doing amazing. And then like, the, the moment I text him, he's like, all right, yeah, we need another $200. <laughs> Listen, man, you know, hey. life is uh, life is not about being satisfied. Um, this, this, so, yeah, it's a great trailer. Not- I'm a mad fan of it. Yeah, no, you can't live satisfied. What kind of life is that? No. Uh, uh, so I, I was excited about it. Uh, what did you guys, did you guys get a chance to watch it? I don't know. I, I'm not yeah. satisfied with it. Better <laughs> <laughs> uh, so number three. You gotta be a mountain to to, to satisfy. Yeah, exactly. Those. You gotta you gotta climb those mountains. That's right. That's right. Uh, but now I listen. I'm actually uh, like like you and like Riley. I'm a huge fan of the Invincible series. Um, this is one of my favorite actual comic book series ever. Um, and I I'm super excited for this anime series. There's so many stories they can end up telling because it went for so long. And I think you know they, it really has the potential to be like 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 being got it compared it to the boys. I think it could be like the boys level, but the fact that it's animated even gives it a little bit, I feel like more of a, a, a little a bit more prestige, you know what I mean? Because they yeah. put a lot of those big talents behind it and, you know, they're just there. So I'm looking forward to it. This is one of the most exciting properties. Um, obviously, you know, produced by Skybound, who we're affiliated with, but even if it wasn't Skybound affiliated, I would still like be like over the moon excited for it. So oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm still. Yeah. Yeah. I. I um, did not like, I didn't get into the boys, unfortunately. I got about a foot or two in, and I just, it wasn't for me. Um, but I'll definitely check this out and give it a shot. And if it if it grabs my attention within the first few episodes, then I'm here for it. Because I'm don't i not too familiar with the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the season finale of Boys dropped last night. Uh, everyone was raving about it, so I can't oh. wait to, I'm going to watch it later on today uh, for it's sure. Tight. Oh, you okay. did. yeah. Ben's not a boys fan, are you? you, you I'm not. Like I, okay. I'm a completionist. So like I, I watched season one. I really didn't like it. RB three said season two was better. I will say that it's better. It's yeah. it still was not for me. Okay. Um, I thought that they like they tried to they tried to get some political commentary, but like I think they missed the mark in my opinion. I, I think they missed the mark. Um, yeah. but um, uh, I'm looking forward to. I am looking forward to this because I do think anime uh, animation like has a little bit more leeway when it comes to comics. Like we don't expect, like we don't have a suspension of disbelief when it comes to animated comic book stuff. Like <laughs> for some reason, like it just like it goes out the window. And so I, I'm hoping that like I'll like this better. And judging by this trailer, I, I think I will. I really like this yeah. animation style. I love the voice cast. Uh, Robert Kirkman has obviously a winning record, so yeah. I think it's gonna be great. Sounds like you're satisfied. It has uh, my yeah. elements. Something <laughs> I, I don't know about. 
<laughs> it has the element of, of the comic book things that I like. I don't know anything about it, so I'd love to yeah. check it out. I, I like all the things. I don't have any sort of, you know, like the Supermans and the things. I like I like something new, so I'll definitely check it out. The Superman. The Supermans <laughs> and the Batmans. Why they always got to be men? <laughs> uh, all right, anybody else want to chime in? Are we moving on to the next trailer? Uh, well, Riley, I, I didn't. Did yeah. you talk I didn't about get it? to see the trailer. I just yeah. love the uh, comic, though. I'm gonna look. I, you know, as soon as I'm off, I want to check it out. Like, the the animation looks good. I'm like kind of got it in the background here. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, give nice. give it a watch, Riley. I think you'll really like it. Um, I mean, the, the, yeah, it's one of my favorite comics of all time. So it's got. I mean, I'm yeah, I'm the hook, line, and sinker. I'm watching. already sold. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. Invincible. Uh, yeah. Another trailer we got, we, uh, you know, we've had a lot of, like, the Zoom reads and stuff like that. And, you know, Parks and Rec, I feel like, has done the mm. best one with, like, actually basically making us a new episode yeah. of Parks and Rec, which I thought was really, really good. Um, now we're getting a stage uh, stage uh, episode of The West Wing. Um, and it's got the entire cast back, Rob Lowe, Dula Hill, and it's Allison Janney, Janelle uh, Maloney, Richard Schiff, Bradley Whitford, Martin Sheen. With special appearances by Michelle Obama, uh, Bill Clinton, Lynn Manuel Miranda, and more guest appearances, they are doing a stage production of one of the greatest episodes. Um, I can't remember what it's called. Hartsfield Landing, which mm-hmm. I just rewatched, it's a really, really good episode. Yeah. Uh, are you guys excited about this? Yeah, I mean, as a massive <laughs> West, I mean, as a massive West Wing fan, I'm thoroughly excited about this. Uh, you know, it, they all, of course, they're all older now, and so, but to see them perform this as a play, in essence, is pretty cool. The trailer was nice. It's going to be on HBO Max, so mm-hmm. that's that's cool to see that they, you know they're putting out more content, more original, well, original to a degree content on there for people to enjoy. It was great seeing. As, I mean, it's great seeing Martin Sheen as President Bartlett again, Jedi Bartlett, yeah. uh, and everybody involved in there. Um, um, What's his face from This Is Us? He's in this thing as well from the trailer. So that's oh, yeah, exciting. Yeah, he is. Huh? That, uh, no, no, not uh, Sterling, K. Sterling K. Brown. Yeah, Sterling yeah. K. Brown. Sterling K. Brown's up in this. So I'm excited to see what they do and create. And um, and this is one of my favorite episodes of the series. Uh, dude, it's tough. I'll be honest with you. It's tough with all the madness going on. Putting it on just kind of upsets me emotionally because it's like it's like what what you'd like to see. It's a fantasy of what you'd yeah. like to see. Literally, I was I said that I think I said that like in the same with you know I mentioned Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec and West Wing gave us like this false sense of like what government employees should be. <laughs> right, where like Leslie Nope is never worried about like donations or anything like that. She's just worried about like the good of Pawnee. Yeah, yeah. and like to to a fault and that, that's not real that's just not real <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my friend James uh, uh, donated $50 as hey, a kind in the stream James. stupid work getting in the way gotta agree with that schmobot earlier I also enjoy when Roque is hosting Christian no. overdoes the bits and can we keep the trend <laughs> going with raising Guys. more money on days is not on Guys, it's okay to like a different host. You don't need to knock the other host, right, especially yeah, right. the runner of the pro of the network. So yes, like I love the Monday Mania, but I also love when Christian hosts too. You don't yeah. have to knock someone down to lift someone up, y'all. Yeah, just, just gonna keep, say that. Yeah. Just keep lifting me up, though. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't knock down Christian. But, though. Yeah, uh, that's not. Can, cool. We can't trust. Yeah, cool. yeah. Um, 
yeah, but yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. anybody yeah. else on West Wing? <laughs> no, I was just going to say my 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 friend who runs, um, uh, who is a city manager of a, he's been a city manager now. He's over at Chapel Hill. He uh, he said that a lot of the denizens that you see in Parks and Rec, a lot of those app meetings are like just absolutely spot on of some of the stuff that you <laughs> oh, get no. in those meetings. Oh, so, no. you know, because I mean, who has time to go to these things? I mean, have any of you all gone to one of your community meetings or, or uh, you know, meetings Hell in no. your neighborhood? Hell no, right. It's only the people who have yes, that kind of once. weird... Did you really? Yeah, once. <laughs> I think I, I, I had to do it in high school or something, like yeah. as a project I had to go to I something. It and it, yeah, it was... was oh. oh, it's madness. It's madness. <laughs> yeah. well, I just went, sometimes I just went for fun, man. I mean, I don't know, but... Really? All right. <laughs> I mean, I was a weirdo in high school. Like, I used to like work at polling places, and they used to pay you like fifty dollars for a whole day's work. What's it was that? Oh, what's but, that? Yeah. Um. Uh, all right. So what's the? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, RB3 also went to math camp, so that that's, that's true. Kinda, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's that true. is also true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's true. Yeah, yeah. I, I asked him about that. Yeah, that camp sounds lit. Like, yeah. All right, guys, are you time. ready to go have fun? All right, sit down. Let's do some problems. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it was good if he was into it. Getting those numbers done, you know, you're feeling like, uh, like uh, uh, Russell Crowe in the uh, uh, what's that old movie? Uh, uh, beautiful Mind. Beautiful Mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. But don't you get frustrated as a math guy because the world doesn't make sense. The world doesn't calculate to a perfect answer. So do you ever get frustrated because you have that math brain of yours? Like, no, this is the answer. It says right here, this is the answer. Why aren't you guys? Well, yeah, I mean, like, that's, I mean, that's like, it is a benefit because it's like things are finite, but it's also like, you know, oh. there, there are unsolvable things. So it's that's like, good point. I mean, it's, I've always had a, like, I've, I've always been really good at math, bad at science because, like, oh. I feel like science is, like, not like, even though they're kind of related, I feel like science is more like you have to know a bunch of things about a bunch of other things. And that right. just like, no, you just know the numbers. Yeah, um, were you, are you young enough that it was Common Core at the time you started? Or is that just... Uh... Common Core came in like my senior year of high school. So okay, I yeah. I was uh, very good at math, believe it or not. Um, I, you know, would I don't believe didn't, it. Didn't have the book in college. <laughs> shared it with somebody else, and I, I aced the test. And she was so mad at me because I'm good at remembering like a script. And there's a script to a lot of math oh, and yeah, algebra yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. But the one yeah. thing is, I've I've never been asked to help my children with homework again after the um, a debacle with helping my son, where he wanted. Uh, he's like, well, I have to estimate these two numbers. I'm like, well, they just add them up. He's like, no, I got to ask him, what the, what the, why? <laughs> You're like Mr. Incredible. Just, the new just, math. <laughs> yeah, just add them together. Well, you have to estimate them. I'm like, honey, what is the shit with estimating numbers? And he's like, all right, all right, honey, go take your bath. You know? <laughs> I'm like, why are we estimating? Daddy had a rough audition today. He didn't get the call back. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> he's just in the backyard pacing back. It just makes no sense. I don't yeah. understand estimating numbers. Those numbers are actual numbers. Why do we have yeah. to estimate them? I know how to add them up. I go, boop, boop, boop. They're in my that's, brain. That's the new math? No? That's one yeah. element, and I element? didn't. She tried to explain uh. it to me. It's in the sense of like if you go out and you've got a hundred dollars and you want to buy something, it helps you realize that oh, I have enough and I'll have just about this much left over. So there was some way that she explained it to me, which I think yeah. is still bullshit. You're probably going um, my head too. But maybe I can just estimate my rent over here then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah I yeah. think I should be paying two hundred. That's I what mean, I figured. Want you guys? You ask me this? Estimate this. 
Can Thank we get you. Russian Ben as Anakin and Angry Riley as Obi-Wan recreating the dialogue after Obi-Wan chops Anakin in half? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Russian Ben and Angry Riley as Did he chop Anakin in the dialogue? I'm gonna let's. I want to save that one. Actually, I want to save that one because that one's good. When did he chop? I'm gonna go ahead and write the script during the show here. I'll I'll send it over to you, Ben. My legs, you son of a bitch! My legs. (laughs) I hit you. (laughs) Uh, As Anakin and uh, I don't know. Like I always hated math because it was so like just like black and white. Like because I was just Mm -hmm. like I don't. I'm never going like basic math. Obviously, I can use it in, in, in every day. Like, did you guys have to learn how to bounce a checkbook in, in grade school? Did you guys do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we did that. that That's fun. literally the only practical like math. And now you don't even need to balance a fucking checkbook anymore. Like, you just have. Well, man teaches that. That's because by the time you were in high school, like no one balanced checkbooks anymore. <laughs> Well, in that uh, whole, yeah, you're like, not going to have a calculator in your pocket thing. You know, yeah. we do have calculators like, in our pockets you, now. You literally do. <laughs> literally do. I have an entire I, I tell laptop in my Alexa pocket. to do math. Yeah, you know? right, yeah, we can tell a that? robot to yeah. do math. You fuckers are way too dependent on AI. No way. I still have a checkbook I balance just to make sure. Those, uh, those corporations because, because, because when the apocalypse the happens they're gonna make sure your checkbook is balanced no i'm right? just who's thinking about the apocalypse i'm just thinking about the fact that i need some money uh, at the end of the week my god how many checks do you write let me let me get my checkbook out i've got three gallons of water i'll take your four bullets okay i'm gonna make this out the cash i'll be right back i'll be right back uh, <laughs> sorry i have it right here you did not give me any guzzoline there's no guzzoline guzzoline <laughs> Motherfucker is putting us in the Mad Max world. <laughs> the guzzoline. No, I mean, I just mean like I, I like to check my balances at the end of the month to make sure that it matches up to what I have. Do you know oh, what yeah. I'm saying? Because sometimes yeah, yeah. you never know. These banks will take a little bit off the top sometimes. You just never know, you know, when you're not sure, looking. Well, my bank does. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I need to learn how to balance the checkbook. Yeah, mm. I mean, it's, it's important. Corporate uh, accusation of accumulation of wealth. Because I mean, if they shut down all the, if AI goes goes full, uh, you know, I can't get my money out. Uh, well, I don't know. Never mind. I guess that, that yeah, I guess a check wouldn't happen. Well, what do you have banks your are- mind? <laughs> <laughs> The banks don't have your money. You realize that, right? They're Easy, not- Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking at this all wrong. It's, it's in Bob's house and Helen's house. It's no, in the bank. <laughs> Some, a friend of mine told me it used to be like they had to have like 15% of what was deposited, but now it's like 0% or something. Right. I don't know if this is a big conspiracy thing. Uh, but uh, yeah, you're, you, it is when people talk about fake money. There is a lot of fake money yeah. that you're there holding on to. Well, but anyway. Itself, it's, it's every time a, money a, a bell rings. Like... <laughs> Brent, you're looking at this all Where's Zuzu's pedals, guys? Where's Zuzu's pedals? Oh, no, no, how much do you need to get to payday brett that's all until the bank opens that's all we need brett how much do you need i'll take 47 dollars and 86 no 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 how much actually for the end of the day i'll take 47 dollars i always hated that motherfucker he is a dick he is a dick well that's a loan no 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 no, 
The only like I watch Wonderful Life every Christmas, oh, and one, greatest. Uncle Billy is still an idiot. He's a two. Idiot. Potter gets away with the five grand. Oh. Like it's great that Jimmy Stewart like realizes yeah, yeah. like he's supposed to be here and stuff. Right. Potter still just pockets that five grand and doesn't get punished whatsoever. What a shock that the rich guy pockets your money and never gets in trouble with <laughs> right. the, uh, with the police or anybody else. What a surprise! I always uh, wondered because like everyone's like putting their money in the pot. Like here, here's my money. I'll help. I've got right. a little bit to. And then like his friend comes in, he's like. Like his rich friend that like invests in plastics, he's like, "Oh, here's twenty five yeah, grand." Everyone's like, "Can I get my donation back? Like, you're, you're good now. Good. Can I can I get mine back? Yeah, maybe you should have said at the beginning there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Where's who's coming in late with that telegram there, buddy? Like, I already put my money on the table. Like, uh, now I can't eat. Oh, I'm gonna take my money. Thank you so much. <laughs> Sam Wainwright's got you covered there, George. Yeah. <laughs> Truth, truth. Anyway, we do need your Streamlabs Super Judge. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is. I will say, I will agree with Roga today. We do need uh, your Streamlabs and Super Chat days. Honestly, just for topics, guys. Like, yeah. there is oh, zero point. news besides a few trailers coming out. Oh, wait. This one I do want to talk about. I, yeah. I saw this last night. Soul is officially going to Disney+. Yeah. Plus. This is massive. Wow. Unlike Mulan, which wow. released on service for a premium fee, yep. Soul will be freely available to subscribers at no extra cost. In Ooh. international markets Ooh. where Disney+, Plus isn't available, Soul will be released theatrically yep. uh, on or yet-to-be-determined date. Must be nice to have something released theatrically. How's that feel, the rest of the world? We're all <laughs> fucking idiots over here. Wow. Uh, so, are you guys happy or a little bit sad that Soul is going straight to Disney+. Plus? Yeah. Who wants to China? Yeah. I I'm really ecstatic. I think this is a great move by Disney, especially not adding that extra price tag. At first, that's what I thought they were doing, and then mm-hmm. I looked into the article and read that. And I think it makes it more accessible to young audiences when they want to check this out because it is tough to go to your parents and be like, "Hey, can we spend this extra fee to watch this movie?" Now they could do the free trial, and then they could stick with Disney Plus if they end up enjoying the content. I think it's going to introduce a lot of people to that. Plus the timing that it comes out, like around Christmas time, a lot of families can check it out and watch it together. So I think it's a great move. Yeah, yeah, I think it's um, I think I think it's really great. I mean, I know a lot of you know we talked about this last time on our first live stream. Come on, check that out. Um, you know, we I, I think you know for me, what's really great about it is I think this is exactly what streaming should be doing. I think streaming should be giving more people more access to more of these. Um, films that are extremely impactful and meaningful. Um, it's, it's funny because, you know, when we talked about like Mulan and the whole $30 price tag, um, you know, I kind of argued that a lot of people who want to see Mulan aren't going to see it because of the fact that it's $30 and because they feel like they're losing out on, on a theatrical experience. But I think for on the flip side of the soul, I feel like soul is not necessarily a movie that requires a theatrical experience. I think that's more of a family watching at home experience anyway. But it's also the fact that, look, a lot of people who will be touched by soul, a lot of people will be affected by soul, are black people, are people of color, mm. and some, a lot of people from low-income areas. So the fact that it's coming out on Christmas, the fact that if a, if a family who's been struggling during this pandemic can literally only afford the six ninety-nine, like, one-month subscription of Disney+, Plus to watch soul and have that be, like, their Christmas gift for their family, now I think that's just all the more impactful and meaningful. So I, I love it. I think it's brilliant. And I know people online were talking about it, you know, uh, uh, you know, the fact that it's like the people of color films, you know, they just seem to be throwing on Disney Plus. But I think the very specific example of Soul is actually the right decision to make because of the fact that it's, you know, the fact that 
is something that is already a proven formula to work. The fact that Mulan didn't work, I feel like this is the most winning formula besides just pushing it back. Uh, yeah, and I think Mulan didn't work because it didn't have good reviews. It didn't have the greatest reviews, and I think Soul looks to be the one that they really, they really think is going to yeah. be like be one of their next great classic Pixar movies. It is very kind of them to put it on the Disney Plus, and I, mm-hmm. I think Sabrina makes a great point. It'll inspire people to subscribe to Disney yeah. Plus, and they're coming near the end of that quarter, so they can start crowing about their high subscription numbers again and how much profit they might have turned by doing that, doing this as well. Uh, also, it, it, this comes on the heels of the new regulations to be qualified for the Oscars for next year, uh, and they said like drive-ins or whatever are now qualify if you screen a drive-in in one of those cities. So I imagine Seoul will go to a drive-in while it's also coming out there uh, uh, in December. So it will be in contention for Best Animated Feature. And if it's it's incredible, maybe Best Picture. And wouldn't that be interesting if Soul wins Best Picture in a year when so many people are not sure what their Best Picture choice really is at this point. So it could be one of those ones that slides in and does its thing. Plus, I, I imagine we're going to get uh, Wonder Woman being moved eventually and, uh, and um, whatever else is coming out. Maybe Coming to America 2 gets moved as well. So it'll basically own the month uh, and into January. So could be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, at this point, like, you know, it's like, oh, I would have loved to see it in theaters, of course, but I'll take sure. any good news, honestly. Like, you know, I'm right. just reading that, you know, Jurassic World Dominion paused again production because more people got COVID and it's like, that's going to happen. Yeah. Batman had to pause. Everything's on pause. So I'm, I'd rather just have something. I, I've got a pretty decent TV and a nice sound system, but, yeah. you know, like Coco, like the Land of the Dead was the most beautiful thing I've seen in theaters in a long time. And I know I was looking forward to the soul world or purgatory or whatever, you know, where Jamie Foxx goes mm. in this movie. I was looking forward to seeing that on an IMAX screen. But for now, I want to see I the, the sooner I get this, the better now, just because like we are uh, it is tough to see the light at the end of the tunnel when it comes to this stuff. So mm. uh, let give it to me. <laughs> Do you think I- if they start? Oh, sorry. Go, go ahead. RB3. I was just if you if they start if if they do this now where they're not charging is it going to be then they're going to go like oh but then we're going to charge for this but not for this we're going to or is this just going to be the like they're just going to start releasing things to get the uh, subscriptions and not you know to get that that initial you know VOD money someone someone put in the chat like you know maybe raising the monthly price for premium for like a streaming service like you know like Disney Plus is like seven bucks right now which is great mm. but like maybe for 10 or 12 bucks a month you'd get soul on december 1st and then everyone else would get it you know december 25th yeah. or january 1st like you get it a little bit early and you get like maybe some exclusive content or something yeah. like that or you know maybe like i don't know about mail-in dvds like netflix does i don't think <laughs> that's viable anymore right, right. but um <laughs> but like just something extra where like you could like double your profit just from your streaming service yep. Uh, just from that, uh, but yeah, that yeah. that was that was Aisha in the chat. Like, that was a, that was a really good idea. Yeah. Well, I think well, I think I think even I think even more than that. I think you know I think the Milan the Milan model clearly fell right. Like I think that's a clear failure, and we've seen like how how much it fell, even to the point where they put it on other streaming services outside. Well, for Nadore donated think- twenty dollars. Baddest do what the baddest do. Hey, the baddest do. Hey, we the baddest do. Baddest do what the baddest do. Hey, the baddest do. Hey, we the baddest. True. Very true. Very true. Yeah, you make a solid point there. Uh, but uh, but I think you know it is good that. But I think the fact that it is free, I think you know there is a different model you could take on there, right? I think you could do something where it's free on Disney Plus. 
we pay the extra thirty dollars if you want a Blu-ray ship to your house, or if you wanted the behind-the-scenes features or something like that. Or you want access to it on other platforms. I could, could totally see them doing something like that. Um, but you know, I think um, I think I don't want I don't want them to charge going forward because if they if they don't charge for this, but then they charge for Black Widow, then it becomes a problem. Then yeah. then I think the That's outrage fair. for the them you know not being as careful with their people of color films is actually justified. Yeah. Um, I think the fact that Black Widow needs to go to theaters is a completely different reason because I think that market, you know, the market that that movie appeals to needs to be in the theaters to be profitable. But I don't think Soul, I think Soul is going to be quality enough where it draws enough eyes and draws enough attention on Disney+. Plus. And I also think when it comes back, I think when theaters come back, I think it also has the potential to do another theatrical re-release and also do successful on that level. So yeah. I think Soul is, is, is going to do great and I think this is a great move by Disney. I just hope they don't like waver and try and you know make not make other things free or, yeah, or do something to just mess up this whole experience. Yeah, what do, you, what do you think, Riles? I mean, this seems like the studios are on a precipice. This like tidal wave of titles that they keep pushing back. Eventually, this might yeah. be the first you know kind of hole in the dam that they start dropping these things on streaming services. Yeah, I mean, it's all going there. It, it's hard. I know there's a lot of good positivity behind this. <clears throat> We're getting something early. You know, kids are going to love this. Disney Plus subscribers, all these things. It's mm. for me. I'm on this like shit. <laughs> I'm on this really pissed kind of feeling today with that with this news, mm. where it's just like we know that Black Widow something's going to happen. They're either going to move it, they're they're or they're going to charge thirty bucks to put it online, mm. or they're going to do something. It's just it's just another reminder to me that we're not close to being into theaters. And I know I don't want to go totally yeah. uh, depressed. So I'll go more Riley rant. Fuck, it sucks, man. Doesn't this fucking suck? This fucking shit, man. Fucking COVID out there, man. We can't go see a fucking movie. It fucking sucks. So I hear this fucking news and I go, guess what? Fuck you. And I know we're talking about Disney Plus and I'm cursing all over the place. And this is a kid's show thing with a fucking Disney Plus. But it pisses me off because I wanted to see Soul in fucking theaters. Yeah. So very well said. Eloquently it's, it's, it's just, yeah. It, yeah, it just kind of hit me. It kind of fucking sucks that we yeah. have to have these conversations and it's just going to be more news happening mm-hmm. as this keeps going. We're going to have to see, uh, like, what, what's 1984 going to do, Wonder Woman? I don't know. Probably, I, yeah. probably something's going to, something's got to give. And, you know, you look at the landscape and all these theaters are closing. I hope these drive-ins come because I will go see it at the drive-in right. because right. I need that kind of, communal thing um but 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 at least sold this is rb3 you make some great points with this i think that they could look at this as a positive thing but mm. in the end i just don't know what they're gonna do and it pisses me I, off so. I, I think wonder woman 84 oh sorry sorry go ahead uh, uh, sabrina oh no well because it was what ben was talking about like i understand the sound and the picture quality and everything mm. is uh definitely upgraded in a lot of households but the thing that's most important is kind of going off a little bit with riley said that experience with people that you can't yeah you can't get that at home by yourself and so that is disappointing that we're seeing soul at least we're going to be able to see it but black widow there is absolutely no way life 109 donated 20 hey guys i'm just joining and now did you see that pixar's soul is going straight to disney on christmas (laughs) high hey yeah let's talk about that sabrina do you have any thoughts on um, that i I like that news it makes me happy (laughs) go ahead and finish your thought sabrina now that a man paid to schmobot in sabrina go ahead yeah Yeah. Yeah. can finally speak all right yes yes yes, yes. yes. 
Okay. You got 30 so, yeah, seconds. So there's a lot of there's a lot of pros and cons with this one. Of course, I wanted to see it in a theater, but at least it's going to be accessible because obviously ticket prices are also very expensive. So how many mm. low income housing right. or any any um, groups like that, they might have not been able to experience in the theater and would have had to wait mm. for it on Disney Plus longer. But they get this kind of Christmas experience. Um, that's really exciting. But yeah, it's. Thinking about theaters, thinking about that Bloodshot is the last movie I saw in theaters. <laughs> it's the last one in a while. It's like, whew, one it of the, one, of, one of the greatest decisions of 2020 was turning on that screening, man. I was like, yeah, no, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead, Barbie. But I think this is, you know, I think when you're talking about the conversation of streaming accessibility, I think this is a special gift for people, you know, who are from communities like mine, like Compton or whatever, and love movies because look at look at all the potential best picture winners or, or contenders at the moment. Mm. Mank, which we talked about yesterday. Yeah, Netflix, that looks great. Um, Soul is for Disney Plus. Um, right. The Regina King movie, One Night in Miami, coming to Amazon. So like um, a lot of the a lot of these top Oscar contenders are going to be accessible at home for people to watch, and I think that's dope. I think that is leading to nothing but better, um, better movie watching for people all across the board, and better mm-hmm. access to better better content. So I think you know I hope I hope that you know I hope that even though that this is an unfortunate situation that you know the theaters aren't going to be around, I think it is dope that we more people are getting access to see a lot of these films. But you know also too, I do think. I think there's still gonna. I think I think there is still gonna be a push for a limited release for a lot of these movies too. I think there might be yeah. something where you might see some press screenings for Soul, or you might see some mm-hmm. uh, press, you know, stuff for. I know Mank is having like a limited theatrical release. I could see yeah. them opening like an arc ride or something like that. I think there are gonna be tiny segments of populations that are gonna be going to see certain movies in certain theaters. But I think right now we're just gonna start looking at streaming. It's like probably the way to go especially for big movies like so well i mean the music industry dealt with this right once records and cds cassettes all that and then eventually uh you had what what was that napster and all people were were in limewire people stealing that stuff so then eventually they knew they had to get the stuff on digital itunes comes along uh then you've got youtube you can watch you can listen to entire albums on youtube you might not own it but if you've got these uh uh, download programs you can take music right off of youtube uh, and have it for yourself Wanted to do this with Winston on, but oh well. What oh, happens to oh. Coyote when it's struck by lightning? The same thing that happens to everything else. Oh, yeah. The mm. Brendan Meyer and uh, Coyote match. Depeche oh, Motorhead donated $50. <laughs> What's everyone's favorite album of all time? Good oh. question. Holy these God. always just oh, give me anxiety when you put us in these positions. Oh. <laughs> Best album of all time. I have mine. Oh yeah, Sabrina. so uh, Karen Lowell by Sufjan Stevens came out in 2015. Mm. I've always loved it. Before that was probably American Idiot by Green Day, but this first time I ever heard this album fully through, Karen Lowell, I completely fell in love with it, and I think mm. I listen to it at least once a day still for the past five years. Oh, okay. Uh, anybody else? I'm gonna say Pearl Jam 10. Oh, great choice, brother. Yeah, I think just from front to back, that was one of the first of, of like newer music. I was into classic stuff because my parents were into, you know, 60s, 70s music. But like that was the first one for my generation that I just really just wore that one to the ground. Yeah, and that was, yeah. you know, it's it's yeah. a perfect it's one that you, you know, I, the days when you would listen from the beginning to the end of something yeah. and not just buy like one song and stuff like that. So. Yeah. What about uh, you? Guys? I gotta go with Nirvana. Never mind. Mm, kind of, great kind of in the same 
same way you you brought up that one, uh, Brett. That Nevermind came out and just changed everything. Oh, uh, yeah. Especially smells like Teen Spirit, obviously. Yeah. And then I was like, I listened to that thing over and over and over and over and over again. My God. Yeah. Goddard, uh, RB, what do you got? Anything? Um, uh, uh, probably Dance Cabin Dance, Downtown Battle Mountain. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, well, no one knows that. It's okay. Yeah, I never heard of it. <laughs> Great. Well, RB, you still thinking? Hybrid, uh, someone uh, in the chat says Hybrid Theory. Hybrid Theory would be out there for me, too, with Lincoln mm. Park, because that was okay. like in like uh, sixth or seventh grade. Jesus that, like Christ. that was, oof, Stop. that was on repeat. Stop it, Lincoln Park. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, Led Zeppelin. Sure. Oh, the Beatles, the White Album. <laughs> All better than Lincoln Park. But yes, go ahead. <laughs> oh. Um, uh, do you have our, do, well, or you want me to go? Do you still favorite, think of you? Yeah, I think probably favorite. Uh, I'll probably go with Kendrick Lamar. Good message. Yeah. Kendrick Lamar is a good choice. I, I, I definitely listen to that. I want to go with Kanye with every ounce of my being, but I can't because of you know all the craziness about him. So I'll go. Yeah, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Yes, brother. That that one just yeah. oh, fuck man. I love that. I thought I was going with that one too. I thought I was going yeah. with that. One. But uh, but as a as a default, I'll go with uh, Van Morrison's Astral Weeks. Astral Weeks is is a song that I mean a uh, an album that changed me as a human being, and it's just in one of the most gorgeous gorgeous albums. Great lyrics. The songs to a ballerina and Astral Weeks, seven to eight minutes long, and you're not bored at all, and just complete uh, encapsulation of, of uh, Van Morrison and his sensibilities. And there's some beautiful, Sweet Thing is one of the greatest uh, oh. songs about uh, love lost that you're ever going to listen to. Um, the first just, uh, Audio Slave album is really, really good, too. Oh, yeah? Okay. Uh, oh, I yeah. like that. Yeah. No, yeah. that was yeah. definitely good. Yeah. And Nirvana Unplugged, going off of Riley's show. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's a good one. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Dude, like, uh, that was, like, the best thing, because, like, uh, when I worked at Saddle Ranch, we had all, like, music videos and stuff for all the TVs. And, like, in the morning when you're opening, you could just play whatever you want. And they they had both uh, Pearl Jam and Nirvana Unplugged. Their enti- the entire Unplugged, just, like, as wow. like so, like, just every, like, Thursday was, was Pearl Jam Day. Friday was Metallica Day. Man, opening at 10 a.m. when you're opening a restaurant to Metallica, like, oh, <laughs> you are ready to kick the day's ass. Oh, well, I think in honor of Eddie Van Halen, you have to mention 1984. That film, yeah. that album changed yeah. everything in, when that came out in the 80s. Incredible stuff from Eddie and the guys there. Um, hey Ben, uh, what was it like at, at Saddle Ranch? I heard a lot of stories. People hook up at Saddle Ranch, man. Oh yeah, it, it was <laughs> when I got there in 2011, 2012. Uh, it was it was still like a really really popping place. Like we yeah. had celebrities all the time. Um, like we had a karaoke. We had karaoke every Tuesday, and we there's like the the patio goes around the entire place, and like at the front corner is where the karaoke is. And Drake was there one night. And no one oh, knew because he was like in the back left. I mm-hmm. uh, was in the back and like came through the back, so no one knew he was there. And they were doing karaoke, and he, this girl started to do the Rihanna song, um, not "Take Care," but what's the other one? What's my name? Is oh, that it? Okay. The she started like the music started playing. Drake just got up from his table, came Shut out, and up. did the fucking song with her. <laughs> oh, wow! And, then, and this was like this was like at the I think it got on World Star. Wow. Or something like that, and of course it was the one night I was off, and so like everyone was texting me like, "You missed Drake tonight." I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> That's awesome. Like the girl was like losing her mind, and he was like, "No, no, come on, we got to sing the song together." So like that was a pretty cool moment. But That's I think cool. like I went back. We, we went for uh, the draft, and the food was terrible. The service was terrible. I was like, <laughs> "We asked." I swear to God, we asked for water, 
And the guy brought us water. He's like, hey, guys, letting you know, I put a little lemonade in my water because, you know, like, you know, just to add a little flavor to it. I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> That's called lemonade, motherfucker. <laughs> and literally, my because, like, like, the second glass of water like, was just lemonade. I was like, what the fuck is happening? How do you fuck up with water? How do you fuck up water? Uh, That's like the water. Don't knock it. I mean, just like <laughs> that's the problem with having oh, like genius. being worked in the service industry is that you're way too nice. You're like, okay, you know, I'll just I'll just oh. drink it. I'll just drink yeah. it. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, how do you mess up water, dude? Come on, yeah. Come on, you're, how do you mess up water? You're right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, all right. <laughs> yeah, anyway, all right. But, but working there as like a 22, 23 year old was great. It yeah. was a lot of fun. Like fresh out of college, like it was just a party every night. It was insane. My friend, that must have been going stories. off for years because I mean, I I was going when it opened, and it was like you know the best part, free parking back then. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. It's impossible right. to pick one fave album, so here's my top five in no particular order. Oh, top Ill five. Communication by the Beastie Boys, Forty Ounce. Sure. Free oh, Sublime yeah. American Idiot by Green Day. What's the story? Morning Glory by Oasis, and To Pimp a Butterfly by K Dot. Mm, oh, I don't okay. know that one. I don't know. Okay. Ooh, that's a strong five. That's a strong five. Yeah. Birth yeah. yeah. of the Queen. You don't know what's a five, Brett? No, no. I got to check Whoa, this out. License, License to Ill by Beastie Boys would be up there for me, too. License to Ill yeah. by Beastie Boys. Once yeah. they mention that. Yeah. I like, I like, that's my favorite for like cover to cover. That's, that's my favorite uh, Beastie Boys album. Um, Paul's boutique is really good too. One thing, Roker, you were saying about the the music industry getting yep. killed, and then like, you know what really pisses me off though? I want to start collecting new albums, and they're like 30, 40 bucks for yeah, an brother. album. I got it. I got a like stack LP. of it's crazy. <laughs> I, bu- I bought a record player last year because I was like, oh, this is fun. I, I got a little bit of extra stuff, and I can buy some. I just want to buy some, and yeah, I have to like. Uh, uh, bargain shop or price compare because those things are insane how much they cost but I will say Amazon does a really great job when they send you their albums I mean they they, they completely pack it well and put like a lot of uh, whatever that is that they the inflated plastic stuff around it yeah. so it doesn't crack or anything so yeah that's what I would recommend and they have great deals most of the time on those albums but if you go to Barnes and Noble or you go to any of these other oh, god, Amoeba Amoeba was like 35 bucks for them I was like fuck you no, yeah. No. yeah Barnes Noble and like Urban Outfitters. It's like, hey, do you want an album? Well, they're sixty-five dollars. Hey, but it's cool, right? Because you can like be like, hey, guys, it's it's an album. No, I've been collecting records since I was ten, and like you can't go to Barnes and Noble, Urban Outfitters because they get you with that price point because they always are. This is an Urban Outfitters exclusive. You can get the same vinyl. It'll have like a different, like a colored vinyl yeah yeah it'll blue it'll, or red or something yeah yeah like blue but like that's not worth the price point i just like the normal vinyl anyways so yeah. go support your local record stores that you can actually find really great prices and even online there's a few that i like in like tennessee mm. and a few other areas so yeah just kind of be on the lookout for that local record stores usually have good prices atomic oh, and rb3 i didn't get the four uh album run the jewels for because i i couldn't justify the 50 bucks <laughs> And they're sold out now. <laughs> that's, that's, totally, that's totally understandable. Fifty bucks is a lot. That is a lot, man. I can't. I can't. That's why I don't buy those double albums, man. No way. I, I was like, nope. I'm good. I'm gonna wait crazy, on. Salute, man. Salute to this, uh, Deflated Brady. He just finished uh, uh, a stream last. So hands down, my favorite album has to be uh, "Songs uh, Is the Keys to My Life." Uh, Stevie Wonder. Oh yeah. I was so Wonder. close to being my favorite. Oh, so close. Yeah. That's a great oh. album. Oh, yeah. Which one? I missed it. Sorry. Songs in the Key of Life. Oh, Songs in the Key of Life, yeah. yeah. 
Gotcha. Uh, that's the so close to being one of my favorites. He has so many great songs, RB, that that weren't even hits. If you, you Stevie is so prolific that even songs that never even became hits are just as good as any of his hits mm-hmm. uh, that had come out. Ray donated twenty dollars. Riley just wanted to say thank you when I got to interact with you and other people while you were doing your Twitch stream Wednesday. Don't hey, get to interact yeah. socially that much and really meant a lot. Awesome, man. Yeah, that was fun. Thanks, yeah. man. Riley become a Twitch king over here. Man. Yeah. <laughs> just go to Twitch and have fun, right? <laughs> the hell just, else we it's, doing? It's so much like just it's so much more free form and casual. Like you don't need like a structure to it. And you're just like, yeah. just go do whatever you want. Have you, um, have, right. they're, they're still barring you from playing the music and stuff. Uh, yeah, you can't play. Uh, you can't play any copyright music, which is Damn. unfortunate because that was like a big appeal to it, and definitely yeah. like garbage. A big money maker for me, but yeah, Ben, I gotta talk to you. Uh, I mentioned Among Us to my daughter, and my son was there, and he goes, "Why?" Well, I- Forgot to mention mine. <laughs> Thank you. Here's my top five. Weezer okay. right. album, The Cure, Disintegration, The Lemonheads, Car Button, Cloth, The Smiths, Louder Than Bums, and Foo Fighters, The Color and the Shape. Mm. Bro, Disintegration from The Cure is fucking yeah. great. The, you, that good. sounds like just one song no. the whole album. It's so great. Foo uh, Fighters good, too. I'll yeah, love me some yeah. Foo Fighters is a great choice. Oh, uh, what were we saying, Brett? Oh, well, no, my daughter, I said, hey, anyway, moving maybe, on. Maybe you might want to come on Ben's, you know, Twitch and do play Among Us. And my son goes, well, I should probably be on there, too, because I'm a lot better. Um, <laughs> so, you know, so like I've, we may have a Sheridan family thing we can set up because they both, you know, she's Dude, been like, know. I might be, be on awesome. a Twitch channel. She said to her friend, like when she was Skyping with her the other day. You know, so. Let me know. That'd be so fun. I think we're going to try and play tonight. So if you if you want, if, uh, if the whole Sheridan clan want to get on there, let me know. All right. All right. Brad, don't tell me you said your daughter was Skype. Don't tell me you said your daughter was Skype. Not Skype. I mean, whatever. Face, face paging. What do they do these days? Uh, <laughs> face, face paging is what you see in movies when they oh, can't yeah, pay for yeah. the rights. Uh, uh, right. you know, zooming. Zooming. The zoom, 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 and a boom, zoom, boom. Zoom, zoom. Right? All right, uh, guys. Let's get into Streamlabs. Uh, let me scroll yeah. down. And keep sending, in, keep sending in your Streamlabs and the Super Chats. We've got about 40 minutes left in the show. Yeah, let's let's hit some, let's hit some more highs. Best Thank album you. for me is Co-R in 1994. Beginning of a new era and the most honest, disturbing lyrics. They changed mm. and saved my life. Fair. Absolutely. Fair. All right. Who is that? Yeah, send Tiffany donated $20. Thank you, Tiffany. Most of my favorite albums comes from when I was a teen, but some are Jagged Little Pill Thriller, Franz Ferdinand, Tragic Kingdom, Razorblade, Suitcase, Purple Rain, What's the 411 Post by Bjork. Just about yeah. anything wow. by you 2 Nice. Yeah, yeah. You guys, if I love all hearing these albums, guys, make sure you're putting periods after them because she will pause. She will not pause unless there are unless there is punctuation. Good point. Yeah, yeah keep sending them in with your streamlabs and super chats and all of yeah. that. Send in your favorite albums. Maybe that's our topic to end the the this oh, second hour of the show. I'm so down for it. Sending in because we want to hear your thoughts on music and your your points of views and what you like. And maybe there's some you're going to suggest that we haven't heard of and we'll go and enjoy over the weekend of the next couple of days. So definitely, uh, the, uh, the movie industry is dying anyway. So we you know just, oh, just Jesus all the music. Exactly. <laughs> Well, um, are we going to talk about the Johnny Depp? Uh, that that, that one? was the one trailer I didn't watch, Brett. 
uh, it that looked, was the one trailer. Oh, I didn't it looks catch. really good. I, I mean, okay. I didn't I didn't know the story, but it's uh, um, yeah. I guess I can't really speak on it. Maybe we'll do that one some other time. When other we're talking about Johnny again, I didn't know we were allowed <laughs> to talk about Johnny. Oh, I don't know. It was it's it's he's a photographer. Um, that was uh, uh, there was I, there was mercury poisoning. They were dumping toxic yeah. waste into. Oh, I'm not getting it right. It would okay. have been better if it, Ben would have read the story. And then I, I tried to was, talk uh, about. It. <laughs> Was it some sort of like Native I'm American? Just gonna, I'm just gonna let you. I'm just gonna let you try. Yeah, you just let me. Let me just flounder. <laughs> we'll talk about. And then Christian will go. You guys definitely talked about that one, didn't you? And I'm like, no. Let's just go to the questions. But it looked. It looked interesting. It was Did it a, look good? It was yeah, like that a was photographer. Missed. That was. I, I watched Invincible. I watched you know, yeah. Camp Cretaceous. I watched all all billion trailers we got sent and that was the one that I yeah had time for. it's oh. it trying to uncover this you know this horrible story about the mercury in somebody in the chat will probably tell me minamata minamata is the minamata yeah and yeah, he's a yeah. famous photographer interesting um, yeah he yeah. looks I, unrecognizable in this. I thought wow. it, I thought it looked good, and it looks. I mean, it looks. Okay. It's, it's a story I don't know about. Scruffy um, nerd herder donated twenty dollars. Catching Twitch streams with Riley and Ben. Can we get hey. drunk Brett promoting Riley's Cantina tomorrow night at seven? Get your yeah. tickets all. Listen, people, go on, get get FaceTime your friends, tell them to go to get the Riley Cantina tickets. You can Zoom, you can FaceTime, you can get on Friendster, he's on MySpace, he's on every platform that ever existed to get these, you get it, you can watch him, listen to him, you can go to his house and give him a kiss if you want, anything is, it's, oh, it's gonna be a no-holes-barred Riley Cantina, so check it out. (laughs) Yeah, all of that except you can't come to my house. Oh, whoops. <laughs> I shouldn't have tweeted out your address then. Oh, that's good. I moved. <laughs> <laughs> well said, uh, sir. Thanks. Well said, yeah. yeah. All right. We got about uh, 35 minutes left in the show. So help us. Uh, we're about $500. Let's get to 1000 if we can before yeah, the end of the it. show. Send in what you can. Send in uh, some strong uh, some strong numbers so we can end the week well and uh, show Christian our appreciation for this show every, every day that we bring it to you all. All right. Let's keep going. Absolutely. Uh, 156 Impulse. Hello, everyone. Happy Friday. Fun question for the crew. If you guys woke up tomorrow and you saw Jedi uh, and Sith running around fighting each other, would you join the fight or take out your phone and record everything? I'm joining. Mm. I know. You would immediately die, though. Yeah. Speak for uh, yourself there. (laughs) I'm a Jedi, man. Trust me. Come on. (laughs) I'm going to chill and let them duke it out themselves. Yeah. Sabrina's going to be like, world star, world star. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I would jo- do- join in, to be honest with you. I, you know, it's not my fight. What's wrong with you, you know? guys? It's not my fight. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what the... The Jedi aren't always clean. We've seen that through the history of time. Who knows what's going on there? So, you know. I'll I'm just here to play devil's shit. advocate, guys. Like, the Sith <laughs> are historically know? evil ancient beings, but... <laughs> Look, you never know. Uh, ben, there were good people on both sides. There are good people on so both sides. Oh, I don't know, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, 50 Shades of Geek. 
totally agree with the good sir, Queefer Sutherland. Oh, good. <laughs> I love the idea of the multiverse. I'll never understand why people hate that idea. There's so many possibilities that they can go with. I'm excited. Sure. Let's not forget that t- uh, Sony made uh, Spider-Verse, not Marvel. They've proven that they can make a multiverse without yeah. Marvel's help. That's yeah. Let's see what they can do with Kevin Feige. Hey, yes. Brett. Hey, Riley. Sabrina. Holy Roca. Hey, RB3. Oh, hola, Roca. Not holy Roca. Hola, hola. como esta? Holy Roca is a good one, though. Holy yeah, like Roca. Holy Roca. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did, uh, 50 Shades, did you really think I forgot about you, Ben? No, I just ran out of characters. That's all. I guess 255 <laughs> characters just isn't enough. Anyways, um, uh, anyways, now you got a Streamlabs just for you. Are you happy now, Ben? I am. Very, very nice. Happy. I needed that. Um, a few weeks ago, I made a video uh, with what I think are some of the best uh, moments of SCN Live. Uh, can I send that to Skybound? Will that help? Uh, tweet it at me, 50 Shades. Tweet at me for sure. Uh, Mount Schmodown. Make sure to help. This is a mountain lion moment. Uh, I stand by (laughs) what I said. Donated twenty dollars. Thank you. Education of Lauren Hill. Super underrated, but it's in my top five. Back when she wasn't crazy. She's not crazy, bro. She just has strong opinions about things. Stop calling her crazy, man. She's not crazy. Yeah. That food. She just shows up four hours late to shows. She does, yeah, but you know, sometimes you yeah. gotta wait for talent. That first Fuji's album was insane, too. Yeah, yeah I mean, for sure. How come no one's mentioned Erica Badu? Erica Badu, Baduism is fantastic. Mm. That's an awesome album as well. The live, the live uh, song of Tyrone is in my top 10 gotcha songs. Like, that is a fucking great song. Um, all right, what do we got? Mount Schmodown. Make sure to check us out tomorrow on YouTube discussing the amazing Jeremy Johns. Episode airs uh, 12 15 Pacific. Okay. Who? What, what channel? It says Mount Schmodown. Mount Schmodown. I hope that's the name of the show, buddy. You gotta, you gotta know how to promote it. Promote the actual name of the show, guy. Come on, right. let's move on. Five thousand followers, guy. or um, <laughs> <laughs> clearly not, Brett. <laughs> uh, Cinema Gorilla, Diet Coke, Roca. Yeah, I just, I just, I just loaded the uh, the the Bubba. <laughs> I just loaded my Bubba up. So yeah, let's make uh, it dabbling again. Uh, the Federal Reserve requires banks and other depository institutions to hold a minimum level of reserves against their liabilities. Currently, the marginal uh, reserve requirement uh, equals 10% of the bank's demand and checking deposits. Math is art. Is uh. it? Is it? <laughs> I was fed in misinformation, but I believe it was a lot higher before, but they just keep lowering the amount. You're all wrong, Brett. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the the Fed printed trillions of dollars before the pandemic even happened, you guys. You gotta get with it. (laughs) (laughs) You need to say that in Elmo voice. Yeah. (laughs) Printed all this money. It's fake money, though. (laughs) (laughs) You know. The Illuminati. Uh, the Illuminati. <laughs> uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. I dropped out of the show uh, for a second just to watch. Dan the donated twenty dollars. Oh, thank you, kind Dan. Kind of a cheat, but my favorite albums are my brothers. He passed away unexpectedly four years ago, and I found oh, tapes no. had made of him singing covers and originals that I made into two albums. Oh, Recently, dude. found some mini discs that have enough to make two more. That's that's not a cheat at all. That's that is awesome. not a cheat at that's all. Awesome. That's amazing. That's awesome. And that's a beautiful thing to like have. I think yeah. that, you know, with something like as tragic as that, that you have something like that. That's that's oh. wonderful. Yeah. Uh, uh, I dropped out of the show uh, for just a second uh, to watch the Invincible trailer. And all of a sudden you're talking about balancing checkbooks and gasolines. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Gasoline. You can't miss a second. Uh, Patricia Metz. Hey, guys, I did the first three episodes of Watchmen last night. It's great, but I had to watch Tangled. 
uh, for a palate cleanser before bed. <laughs> I also got to watch my brother's boot camp graduation on Facebook. Thank God for technology. My grandma got a call too. That's awesome. Congratulations nice. on your brother graduating boot camp. Yeah, congratulations oh, yeah. for that day. Oof. And uh, Tangle's a good palate cleanser. Uh, Husker for life. Uh, sorry I interrupted you, Sabrina. Didn't realize you guys were talking about soul when I sent it in, but hey, at least you got 20 bucks out of it. Uh, here's five more. Hey, no, no complaints <laughs> at all, Husker. Thank you so much. Very polite. Nebraska. A hundred, a hundred more would really go a long way to see. Oh, shut up. <laughs> oh, you know, just letting you know. You can buy a house for $100 in Nebraska, <laughs> Roka. What? Really? Cost that can't be right. <laughs> that can't be right. You know what? I wouldn't Everything doubt it. Everything Brett says is right. Yes. Uh, no. Stop doubting Brett's random yeah. factoids. I apologize. You're, you're right. You're right. I apologize. Uh, Fifty Shades. I know it was five minutes before the show started, but did you see uh, the Snowpiercer season two trailer? Season one wasn't that great, but it was good enough to keep me interested in, in second season. How about you guys? Have you watched it? I did not. I, I love the movie. Yeah. I did not watch any of season one, and I didn't uh, see uh, the season two trailer. I dipped yeah, in the first I, time. So yeah. What about you? Well, I, I did watch the first season. Uh, it was good. You know, it's not great. I think it ends stronger, but the beginning was a little weak. I wrote a review for on you, so I check that out. Right. Uh, I didn't see the trailer for the second season. Nice. Uh, Fifty Shades. Oh, how, where's my How Do You Fuck Up Water t-shirt? <laughs> I'll make it. It'll be it'll be in my merch store pretty soon. <laughs> Deflated Brady, hands down, my favorite uh, album has to be "Songs in the Key of Life" by Stevie Wonder. There, there you go. Boom. Good choice. Uh, Haskell four twenty. Can't pick one, but many tied. Uh, Van Halen one and two, nineteen eighty four. Uh, Metallica, Master of Puppets. S and M, S and M M one. Dream Theaters, Images and Wards. Uh, mm. Guns and Roses. Uh, uh, Appetite for Destruction. Yeah. Uh, Queen's Reich Operation uh, Mind Crime, uh, which is an entire story album that rivals uh, The Who, Tommy. There you go. Ah, a lot. Like that. Yeah. Another uh, one that I absolutely love, Title by Fiona Apple. Mm, and then everything. Yeah, that's about. a good one. I don't know. Fiona Anything Apple Fiona. Very underrated. She's Even her uh, new one. Oh, is it good? I, I love yeah. me some Fiona. The pond, the pond, a lot of lately that I'm adding probably to my top five is uh, Beach Boys' "Pet Sounds." Yeah. Oh, oh that's good. That's right. a good God, one. God, really. it's just over and over. Yeah, we've been driving like drive up the coast nowadays because of everything and put on Beach Boys. That's good. That's been in my six disc shuffle thing in my car. Yeah. There, we've had five albums in there <laughs> or six albums or I whatever. I forgot about those. Oh yeah. my god! It's, it's my Beach parents. Boys. It's uh, Counting Crows first album. Ooh, uh, yeah. it's Counting it's Crows. August and, and, and the Black Crows. It's a, it's oh. a very oh, Crows okay. themed. Which yeah, one? Morica. Oh, okay. Uh, Flock yeah. of Seagulls is in there. Yeah, Flock of Seagulls. <laughs> yeah. No, Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, um, uh, oh, God, why can't I think Eagles? of the name? Siamese yeah. Dream. Siamese, Siamese Dream. Dream. Yeah. yeah. My kids, we, we used to listen to Siamese Dream all the time. And then we're our family's a big fan of group love. Uh, we love the, all their stuff. Yeah, they're there. Check out group love if you just want some Mini fun. That's our drive into Palm Mini Springs Tony music. $20. Can I get Elmo as Brett and Roka Trump versus Angry Riley and J Lo Sabrina in a presidential debate? Oh my god. What? So I'm Elmo as me? Hold on. <laughs> he, okay. he wouldn't Can say I such Elmo horrible things. You know what Roka, you uh, So Elmo and Trump versus Angry Riley and J Lo in a, in a debate. Oh boy. God. Um. 
Uh, who am course, I debating just ask, today? Oh, just, yeah, 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 just go fucking right ahead. Go. Just go right who? into it. You're going to interrupt me the whole time? I'm going to fucking turn that around on you. You're so angry. I don't no, just fucking you're go. Talking. You're you're a white man yeah. in America. You shouldn't fucking be angry about anything. What's wrong with you? Just Everything's just happening for you. I've changed. I've made America great again. What are you upset about? Uh... Uh, and who is this person oh, yeah. of color on the stage? Who, who, what's your name? What's your name? What's your name? You know what it is. What's your name? Angry yeah. Riley. He's going for president. I'm going to be vice president. Here it comes trouble. Matter. Don't be fooled by the rocks that I got. I'm still <laughs> Jenny from the block. I Everyone. understand you guys. I know right. what it's like. And we're yeah. going to... I'm going to be the voice of the people, along with Riley, but I'm definitely going to be talking over him a little bit. Let's be real. That's I right. Understand That's right. I understand you say that? You got the best words, don't you, President? Let's fucking hear them. Oh my, out here. Yeah, I'm gonna be Trump. I'm gonna be Trump's vice president, and um, cause well, it's really easy. All you have to do is have just say whatever he says is good, even if it's really bad. And you really just don't have to have. And you just all you have to do is let a fly land on your head and just ignore it, and then um, have pink eye. And that's well, it's I could get all those things. It'd be really easy. I, I can't understand what anyone is saying. All I'm saying is, I sit here as I sit here by the helicopter. That I'm not going to debate anybody virtually. I've got to be in person there. No way am I debating anybody over a computer. I don't believe in computers. They are the devil. I do turn it in person. Fucking turn do it in person. That's Please. how this goes. Uh, uh, I buy. I buy the helicopter. I can't hear anything anybody else is saying. Uh, I got to go now. Thank you so much for having me on. It's, it's incredible. It's incredible. And someone helped this. Uh, person of color off the lawn. All right, thank you so much. Bye-bye now. Take care. He's actually <laughs> running for president. The helicopter effect was perfect. I that think was, that was so really good, good actually. Yeah. <laughs> that son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, he really always, what? what? I would say he always is by helicopter. Right, right. <laughs> it's on purpose. It's on purpose. It's a fuck you to the press. That's why he does that shit. Uh, what? I can't hear you. What? Yeah. And then he's like, moves on. Yeah fucking moron anyway next no offense no offense <laughs> not to be political or no not offense. to be political not to get me in trouble <laughs> Don and the Carol I watched Evil Dead trilogy for the first time uh, first Ooh. one good not great second one very good third yes. entertaining I think Suspiria and the Evil Dead are overrated horror films uh, what horror films are overrated for you um, Scream Anything Friday the 13th. I don't think there's a single good film in that franchise. I think it's fair. I think that's no, absolutely it's not overrated. <laughs> that, I mean, that's, that's properly it's just, it's just, uh It was just an 80s popularity thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> overrated. I don't know. The Purge, is that overrated? Yeah, I'm not a big Purge guy. Uh, I think no. Scream is overrated because I want them all to die, so I don't give a shit about them. Like, I just, like, I'm like, kill them all. Fuck them. They annoy the shit out of me. So I don't know. I'm that way. I, I personally think the Conjuring movies are what ah. okay. okay. The Conjuring spin-off movies I can't stand. Mm. Like all like the nun all yeah. those. Okay. Yeah. But are they, they liked as well? Yeah. We got I, I like Nightmare on Elm Street, don't love it. Okay. I love the first one. The first nightmare is gr uh really good. Um but uh, I'm trying to think of over I I don't know. Is Halloween overrated? Is Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original, overrated? Is it's Poltergeist overrated? No. Halloween is okay. perfectly rated because we're doing martial arts. 
you scared me. You were you turned into a yeah. horror film person there for a second. Yeah. <laughs> Is the ring overrated? Did Everyone people... loved the new Halloween. I didn't. I didn't get no, the I'm hype okay. of the new Halloween, the, the okay. 2018 one. I didn't get the yeah. hype for that one. I, I, can, I don't know I if can, it's. I don't know what overrated. Like I think of like you know everyone loves yeah. it. Like yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a tough one. I don't. Yeah, know. that's mm. tough. Think about it. Okay. <laughs> Hard. Yeah. Brett, go. Uh, oh. uh, Yabish. Uh, can we get Brett reviewing to to pimp a butterfly next week? I'm a massive hip hop fan across the decades, and it's my pick for the best hip hop album ever. Kendrick is next nice. level. Love it when y'all talk music. Much love to the crew. Have a great weekend. You too. Yabish. Brett, I'm, Brett, Brett, I'm telling you, if you if you if you like Run the Jewels, you'll love to pimp a butterfly. I'm, I'm gonna writing it down. Yeah, that's <laughs> put, that's, that's, that's best of the century type stuff, right? There, right? I'll be right back. Put it on my. Uh, Ooh, someone said Saw in the chat. I might agree I, with that. I, yeah, I, I'd agree with Saw. I just yeah, never got into Saw. The first Saw was like kind of cool, but then like I, the rest of the series is, is not. Yeah, not I think me. the yeah the first Saw is great. I actually like it. So I guess I, I wouldn't say overrated. I guess a series is overrated for yeah. me. I never knew why they kept going. Oh, Baba Duke. I thought that was just laughable. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I just, I, that, that's one I haven't seen, but I heard it was terrifying. You're telling me that didn't scare you? <laughs> no. All was, right. I know I what I'm know. doing. I'm come sneaking into your room doing the Babadook. <laughs> King Nirvana. Guys, have you seen the updated Top 100 albums by Rolling Stone? The top 10 are Miseducation, uh, Dylan, uh, Blood on Tracks, Purple Mm -hmm. Rain, Rumors, Nevermind, Abbey Road, Songs in the Keys of Life, uh, Blue Johnny Mitchell, Pet Sounds, and What's Going On? Thoughts? Well, there's Pet Sounds for you. Yeah, there's uh, Abbey Road's up there as well. Abbey Road, I love. Songs in the Key of Life. Uh, Yeah, What's Going On? Marvin Gaye. Yep. What's Going On? That's a good top 10. Uh, Haskell 420. Get ticks for uh, Riley's uh, Cantina live with Ken Napsok. Shine Down's Eric Bass debuting a new Star Wars song. Nathan Hamill for Center Pod. Uh, Joseph Scrimshaw and Jennifer Landa. Josh McCoy, yeah. The Wanger, Rachel Cushing, and Smith Lord, Timothy Smith. Oh, that's right. They're all going to be on Riley's Cantina. Go get your tickets now. Come on. Oh. Go to my Twitter. Go to my Twitter. Skype him. <laughs> Skype, Skype him. Face Skype page him. him. Big lineup. Uh, Charlie Brown, here are my top five albums. Uh, <laughs> Beatles, Revolver, Frank Ocean, Blonde, Velvet Underground, uh, self-titled. Uh, Beach Boys, Pet Sounds, Kendrick Lamar, Topemba Butterfly. A lot of repeats today. You know, a lot of consensus. Pet sounds. Mm. Loving it. Uh, Fifty Shades of Geek. So what I got from Brett is a mild-mannered photographer uh, who mercury poisoning on the job and becomes Mercury Man. Photographer yep. by day, superhero by night. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Nailed it. Pretty much. Pretty much. Untold yeah. true story. <laughs> yeah. I rely on you all to do the like reviews and then <laughs> I say I either like it or not and then make a joke. That's my yeah. job. Nice. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fair point. Uh, Charlie Brown, a question for Roka and for everyone if they want to answer. Who, in your opinion, are the top three most important Latin entertainers of all time? Ooh, god damn. Well, look, uh, Ricky I- Martin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, he sold some, he sold some Ricky- albums. Are you saying, like, internationally or are you saying here in the States? Because I would say Ricky Ricardo is absolutely I, the first one you go to. Thank you. Because yeah, a lot of people were, did not understand that idea. He was incredible uh, for that. Um, 
say Selena would would be up there. I, I think, but only, but, but she was. It was short lived. I think you'd have to give it yeah. to J Lo. As much as I don't want to give it to J Lo, you'd have to give J Lo a little bit of of credit for that side of things. Although she doesn't really, thank you. She doesn't really, <laughs> she doesn't really like wow. lean into her uh, Latina <laughs> stuff as, as strongly as 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 you would like. Um, and she just might drop a couple N words every now and then, but you know. <laughs> yeah, which drives me insane. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't cross that line. You know, I don't understand why people feel the need they can cross that hey, line. You are not like you, 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 you tightrope that line. <laughs> I, but I don't say, I, first of all, I don't say brothers. <laughs> you are straight out of that Bud Light WhatsApp commercial. Yeah, brother. right. That's a good commercial, by the way. Wasabi. Wasabi was my favorite one. <laughs> uh, but I also think Antonio Banderas has been incredible. I don't know. Sabrina, you might want to leave and come back. Your your stuff yeah. is all messed up. Yeah. You're lagging pretty hard. Uh, yeah. And I'd be remiss not to mention the great Rita Moreno. She is the egot. Yeah. I mean, I mean, she was really like someone who's been in musicals all the way back to Singing in the Rain, uh, and then mm-hmm. all the way through to now, still entertaining, still doing her thing, still showing people how it's done and enduring. You know, you talk about Keith Richards. Fuck that. Rita Moreno's living yeah. it all. She's killing it. So yeah, talk about some ones. good genes too. I mean, Hello. she just looks amazing for she her. Does. She does. She does. Uh, and maybe even Edward genes. James Olmos, right? For what he did on Miami Vice, like a lot of people like really kind of grabbed onto that character. Uh, Edward so. James Olmos. Oh yeah, and like yeah. with Battlestar Galactica, mm-hmm. and um, it's not Stand by Me. What's what's Stand and Deliver? Map? Stand and Deliver. Stand That's and right. Deliver. That's a great. Film. That's a yeah. good movie. Even though uh, Lou Diamond Phillips played Latino, that it's still it's still good. It's still good. He did it in La Bamba too, brother. Yeah, he did. He's the, so LDP. Lou Diamond Phillips. You know what? Get Ricky Ricardo out of there. Yeah, Lou, Diamond right. Lou Diamond Phillips. <laughs> uh, Fifty Shades of Geek. Uh, read that one. Charlie Brown. Read that one. And Andre Porter. Hey gang. Some of my favorite albums consist of White Stripes, Elephant, Lincoln Parks, Hybrid Theory, Matchbox Twenty, uh, Yourself or Someone Like You, Eminem's, The Marshall Mathers LP. I'm more into film scores and uh, and oh. albums. By the way, yeah, I was gonna I was gonna see uh, what uh, what film soundtracks. Violent language. Oh Jesus! Uh, it was in a national box too. Yeah. 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 Let's do that. Uh, hey, I'll just, uh, I just watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood for the fourth time, Ooh. and the more I watch it, the more I think that this is Leo's second uh, or best performance, just behind Gilbert Grape. Thoughts? Oh. What are y'all's favorite Leo performance and movie? Thanks, uh, and have a good weekend. It's tough for me to walk away from Catch Me If You Can. I love him in Catch Me If You Can. Yes. And that is deceptively an incredible performance. It is not a lightweight film, even Mm -hmm. though it feels very much of its time. The emotional stuff he's going through, like that that scene with when he's seeing his father again, again, Christopher Walken at the bar, and then later when he sees his mom has moved on and remarried through the window. Oh, it's heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. So, yeah, yeah, there are cool little scenes and moments and things like that throughout that are fun and the Tom Hanks relationship. But that scene and the scene at the end where Tom goes like, where are you going? Where are you going? At the the airport, you know, in the walkway. And he's explaining to them, like, you got nowhere else to go, man. It's just a great, great performance by DiCaprio. I own yeah. that digital video nobody, disc. Nobody I mean. ever talks about one of his very first performances mm. other than Gilbert Gray because he got nominated. But, but this boy's life is oh one yeah. of the greatest performances by him because yeah. he's acting alongside Barkin, Ellen Barkin, and Robert De Niro. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people say that his acting got infinitely better after that because De Niro and him were going toe-to-toe and, did, and he learned so much from De Niro. I mean, there's... 
De Niro at one point his character is choking him. Depeche mm-hmm. Motorhead donated twenty dollars. Oh, so Speaking good, of yeah. horror, how do you guys feel about it? Follows. I feel like I don't hear people talk about it nearly enough. I thought it was mm. one of the best horror movies I had seen in pretty recent years. Great score right. and truly terrifying. It's good. good. I like it. Follows quite a I bit. I like it. Follows. Yeah. Scary shit. Huh? It's very, it's very, very scary. Yeah. Uh, hey y'all. Ju- oh, I just read that one. Oh, oh, she's a geek. I- oh. Hey, Dwayne Bird, oh. you're still messed Did up. Anyone mention? Oh, oh. <laughs> I forgot to change. You're, my you're doing your drunk bread impression. Yeah. yeah. Are you on Dwayne's thing? Or are you just promoting Dwayne? Because maybe that's not why. It's, maybe that's why it's not working. You. Know? Oh, yeah. No. Oh. Dang it. <laughs> Uh, 50 Shades, I tweeted the video at you, Ben. I, I got it, but I got it. Thank you. Uh, Curtis, everyone says uh, who their favorite movie dad is, but who's your favorite movie mom? Of course, the mom from E.T. would be up there. Oh, yeah, movie, fa- that's a good one. Favorite movie mom. Yeah. Dude Wallace, we got interviewed by Dan Murrow on his All My Movies show, so if you <laughs> didn't know that, you should definitely watch that episode. You really couldn't wait to eat? Yeah, your favorite movie mom would have told you not to eat while you're talking. Thank you. Are you eating breakfast right now? No, just a muffin, man. I'm trying (laughs) to stay alive. trying to stay alive. Get it. Sorry. D. Wallace is up there for for me, T. God, who else would be there? Julianne Moore from Boogie Nights. Great movie, mom. Julianne. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'd say the mom from Home Alone. Not Home. Like, it was twice. Catherine O'Hara is great. Like, oh, it's a, it's a legit mistake. It's a legit <laughs> like maybe not twice, maybe not a Catherine O'Hara from Home oh. Alone two doing it twice, but um, I, I do I do love Catherine O'Hara in Home Alone. Here, here we go. The mom from Gremlins, badass. <laughs> oh yeah, putting that motherfucker in the microwave. Hell she yes. She takes out three Gremlins in that kitchen. Just she's an assassin. The the mom from a uh, 20th century woman. Uh, I haven't I seen that. I need I to watch that. that. Yeah, I think I the, isn't the answer Elastigirl? Isn't that the answer? Isn't that yeah, uh, that's one of them? Yeah. I mean, yeah. she's she's fucking great. This as is incredible. Mom. Best mom. Yeah. When they're all like, when she's coordinating the team of what they need to do in that first movie near the end of the movie, it's like phenomenal to watch. See, that's yeah. what I miss from Incredibles too. Um, is that there was never like that scene uh, where they were all like working together. Mm. Because, like, you know, when they're in the jungle and, you know, like, she's, like, flinging them around and Mr. Incredible's, like, punching them. And yeah. Yeah. Vi is, like, doing the force fields. Like, uh, that was, like, that was the best scene in, like, Pixar history. But they didn't they didn't replicate that. But the the bike scene in Incredibles 2 with, with Elastigirl mm. is amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we got on Super Chat? SJC, you're in... <coughs> <coughs> uh, you're in charge of increasing HBO Max users. What would you do? I would add all of CW catalog rebrand as Warner Brothers Plus and discount of Premier Access. Okay. Um, <laughs> I would. I would Hold demand on. a steal. Optimize to from a stone to twenty dollars. Sabrina Thank is you. morphing into the Schmobot. Hey everybody, yeah. great to see <laughs> you all. Happy Friday from Austin, Texas. Also, hey. hi Brett. Hello. Friday. <laughs> um. I, I I like your answer, right? Like do uh, do a straight to HBO Max Man of Steel two, yeah. yeah. Just really go, you know. They're like, oh, we don't know how to do Superman. <laughs> okay, do it in a streaming series then. <laughs> really get into the character and give us ten episodes, like they're doing with Green Lantern now. Green Lantern just got uh, that's some breaking news. It just yes, but 
Mark I was going to say that for Monday. Oh, all right. Oh, yeah. cover sorry. story. Sorry. Sorry. But we can talk about it real quick. Uh, no, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's an Max's, example that they're yeah, doing it. So green lighting a Green Lantern series is awesome. That sounds great, and especially with the direction they're going. Mark Guggenheim cool. is involved in this. Um, mm-hmm. Seth, so Seth Graham Smith, right? Yep. Yeah, Seth Graham Smith did, did uh, Lego Batman. Yeah. Lego Batman. He, he's a producer on it. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, who are they focusing on? I love the character, the Green Lanterns. Uh, it's Guy Gardner, Jessica Cruz, Simon Baz, and Alan Scott is going to be Gardner. the main four. It's so perfect. So I'm really, really excited about that. And still no, uh, still no Blackie, huh? Still no John Stewart, huh? So, <laughs> I mean, that's a fair. That's a fair criticism. Fair, yeah. Uh, Jessica Cruz is Latino. Isn't yep. Simon is Middle Eastern, right? Oh. And then yep. uh, Alan Scott is, is gay. Guy. Yeah, Guy Gardner is a white guy. Redheaded tattoo. I think Alan oh, is the first one, right? He's the first. Alan Scott is the first one, and, and he uh, he's a gay man. I th- I believe Simon is Middle Eastern. I'm not. I haven't read much of Simon Baz in um in uh, in the comics. I read a little bit in the in the New Fifty Two, but not much. Yeah, I do like I do like Jessica Cruz quite a bit though. She comes from um like she gets like one of those fear rings and then owns it yeah. and then like it it's it's I like Jessica Cruz's story quite a bit. R B. One of my friends is a producer on that one, so I may reach out to him after we're done with the show and ask him about your question. Like, why didn't we go with John Stewart? Why would we go with the Man of Color? Um, what what's the situation? So yeah, it's a fair mm-hmm. question, man. Fair question. I mean, Simon Boz is a man of color. Well, that's a good point. I guess why didn't they go with John Stewart then? That's the question. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Michael King. Uh, my top three albums: uh, "Man on the Moon" by Kid Cudi, Marshall Mathers LP, and DMX. It's dark and hell. Uh, hell Ooh. is hot. <laughs> people need to get off of DMX. I mean, DMX was great. I'm tired of people. Some people make fun of DMX, man. Some of his, like "Who We Be," is one of my favorite fucking tracks ever, man. That that is a great track. Get off song. his ass. Yeah. Yeah. Rough Rider Anthem, come on! <laughs> oh my god, yes, Rough Rider Anthem, absolutely. Uh, cradle to the Grave, baby. Uh, Philippe Hunt, <laughs> the white album from the Beatles, just brilliant, no yeah. argument here. Jim and John, who's funnier, Carl Spackler from Caddyshack or John Bluto Blatarski from Animal House? Oh. Is uh, Spackler uh, Bill Murray? Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's uh, Bill Murray from uh, the uh, Caddyshack. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm going I, Carl I, Spackler. I go to Spackler. Yeah, I go to Spackler. Cinderella story. I <laughs> love Belushi, but I don't think I don't think uh, Animal House was like you know it was it wasn't a huge role, and I think the uh, the the Caddyshack was a bit yeah. more involved. Cannonball coming at you! Did you ever see that uh, the National Lampoon uh, biopic? I forgot what it was called. It was it was a Netflix original. Um, oh, about the guy who made who wrote? Them? Yeah, with Will Forte. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what's it called? He's the guy in the Animal House. Was that. like. What does he say? Uh, they got more than you moron. He's the yeah. guy that co-wrote a feudal and stupid gesture. Yeah, a feudal, oh, uh, Check that right. out. It's a. It's yeah. really really good, Mark. You'll really. It's got a lot of good that's names right. in it. And Will Forte um, uh, plays the the creator of National Lampoon and like what Who died early. Who died early yeah. of cancer. I yeah. do want to mm. see that. Yeah. God. Yeah. It's a it's a really me. really good movie. Um, yeah. I remember watching it last year. It's really good, uh, and it talks about like just like his like insecurities because like you mm. know he made Animal House. It's like the biggest R rated movie ever, and then like they talk about Caddyshack, about Caddyshack like mm. like coming up on its heels and stuff like that. So it, yeah. I, I love it. It's a, it's a real yeah. real good movie. Secure um, writer. Oh, 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 oh. Never heard of that. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Brown. The the best uh, the answer for best mom is hands down Sarah Connor. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Is she a good mom, though? No. Yeah. Right? She is a good mom. What do you think? Right. She knows the apocalypse is coming. She knows that there are robots that come back from time True. and kill you. What is she going to take them to Toys R Us? No, she's going to train them. I don't know, but after Dark Fate, though. Let's well, say <laughs> Dark Fate's like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Sarah Connor. After everything you went through, you're just going to watch helplessly. I love Dark Fate. Uh, people bash. I love it. I, I actually, yeah, I really do. The opening like of Dark Fate, that opening uh, chase in Mexico yeah. is like pure Ooh. Terminator, but like it just, it kind of went downhill for me for that after okay. that. You don't like Carl? You don't like Carl who hangs I love curtains. Mackenzie Davis in there. Yeah, I, she's like, I, I hope she comes back somehow because Mackenzie yeah. Davis kicked a lot of ass in that movie. But she no, did. I don't like Carl and his <laughs> domesticated life of selling laundry or carpets or whatever. It was he curtains, does. man. Curtains. Oh that's my God. It was the most ridiculous eight. fucking twist. No, that's I love great. it. I thought uh, it was great. Uh, yeah, Johnny Five for Life. My number one overrated horror, thriller, suspense, whatever you want to classify it, is The Witch. You're crazy. Uh, oh, I was bored the entire uh, film. And uh, watch it in theater for a slow uh, burn payoff ending and hated the ending. Stupid I, black goat, watch Drag Me to Hell. Drag Me to yep. Hell is good, but Drag I love good. The Witch. I nope. fucking oh, love The, the witch. witch. See, that's another one. I had to review that when I did Brett to the Future, and that was another one that was a snooze fest. And, wow. And, what? Yeah. I don't like slow burns. I don't like slow burns. I'm sorry. It was, mm. it was, yep. Yeah. Mm. Sorry. Right. Okay. Sorry, Here's not sorry. Burn. You're not very good at improv, Brett. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> uh, Haskell 420. Hey, all reminder, be there tonight, 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 Pacific, on Mark Ellis' YouTube channel, and join my fellow diehard Van Halen fan, Mark and his friend and comedian, Dean Del Rey, for Volume 2 of Remembering the Icon, Legend, and Musical Genius, nice. Eddie Van Halen, Tribute wow. Show, Q&A. See, that's how you promo right there, and it's not even there for Haskell himself. Right. <laughs> Look at that. Okay, so final thing before we get out of here, guys. I'll, yeah. I'll refresh it one more time, but let's get Russian Ben and Angry Riley as Anakin and Obi-Wan on Mustafar. <laughs> <laughs> From my point of view, the Jedi are evil. Jesus, you're fucking stupid. Come on, man. You fall into the dark side. You're supposed to be the chosen one. Yeah, look what you did to your wife. You're dumb, man. Look at now you're under lava and your legs are cut off. Come on. I will have balance and order in my new communist commune where everybody is everything. Uh, we, I will overthrow Emperor because he is not equal with uh, the proletariat. Yeah, how's your balance with your legs cut off laying there by the side of molten lava? Good balancing act. Very nicely done. In the future, everybody will have robot legs and a helmet that helps them breathe because we are also on a lava planet where there is ash everywhere. You know, I should mention that I loved you, Anakin, that you were my brother. But my God, are you dumb. This everybody the everybody love everybody. And this, and this, like, this Russian thing you got going... I mean, it just fucking sucks, you know? <laughs> it just fucking sucks. I'm going to go now. I'm going to take your lightsaber and give it to your kid. By the way, I do not like you very much. <laughs> yeah, I don't like you either. Let's meet again in 20 years or so and fucking hash it out. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> All right, let me refresh one more time before we get out of here, guys. Are we getting Sabrina back yet or no? Is she gone? Uh, Carl Carl came in with two Streamlabs. I do drapes. If you want a phone and a bag of chips, you put your phone in a bag of chips. <laughs> wow. Uh, Ian McGill. Hey, guys, I'm about to have Thanksgiving here in Canada, but here's the thing. I find turkey overrated. Sorry, Mom. What? I just find it dry compared to chicken. Are there any foods you find overrated? 
I'm with you. I'm not a big fan of, of Thanksgiving turkey. Um, you've never had my turkey. Wow. I'm known for making a, a nice, moist turkey. It's all about That's injection. That's because turkey. <laughs> it's all about injecting, and also the deep fat frying we used to do was amazing, but the oil was too expensive, so I stopped that. But, yeah, uh, put bacon on the skin. I do all kinds of good but, stuff. But they do, uh, they do oilless fries now. They have oilless fries. You know, that's... See, once you're putting like bacon on it, it's like it's no longer turkey. You're oh. like you're just like adding like shit to it because turkey isn't good enough to be good on its own. Oh, it's just so good. Um, <laughs> no, but no, but the using the little flavor injectors and stuff like that yes. that does help out and putting oil under the skin and yeah, there's lots of tricks to make it. And um, also the way people cut. Uh, turkey meat is wrong um i learned from bobby flay or one of those guys <laughs> like that slicing it that way um that you you cut it uh, uh against the grain i think and i don't know it's, let's just not get into it this but please don't ever talk bad about turkey thank you Fred. Fred, by the way if i if i quarantine now can i come and join you for your thanksgiving that yes. sounds delicious yes, yes. i cook two we have ribs we have ribs now on, on thanksgiving i like i'm gonna fry y'all turkey I'm gonna fry y'all a real turkey, and we're fried gonna turkey. do it. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's the way yeah, to go. There's a lot in the chat. I I've never had fried turkey. I want to do that. All right, yes. I changed my mind. RB3, I'm coming over to you. It's so good. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. Uh, gentlemen, John, on the waterfront or the Insider or uh, or Serpico, greatest whistleblower movie. On the waterfront, because <clears throat> Serpico is Serpico is just about. You know, uh, you know, exposing dirty cops. Uh, what was the insiders about exposing a company? Uh, what on the waterfront's about is exposing what's going down on the docks, exposing all the people. But it's also uh, a conversation about what what was going on in society at the time with the uh, communist hearings that were going on, the Red Scare, people naming names. So it had to me more resonance in our actual society than those other two movies did. Cool. All right, that's it, y'all. Oh, well, I do want to shout out another whistleblower movie, and I'm trying to get the name of it right now. But it's directed by Spike Lee, and it's starring Anthony Mackie, and it's a crazy whistleblower oh. sex comedy that people need to check out. I'm trying to get Girl Six? Is it Girl Six? No. No, it's another okay. one. It's the other movie together. Sex comedy. Uh, Spike Lee. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, check that out. But, yeah, there's a movie. So. All right. All right. Well, there you go. Thanks, everybody, for joining us here on another lovely Friday morning here in Los Angeles, as we do. Well, not me, but everyone else in Los Angeles doing this great SEN live show. Thanks to uh, Ben Goddard. Thanks to RB3. Thanks to Sabrina Ramirez. Thanks to my man, Master Yodi over there, Mark Riley. Don't forget, 7 p.m. PT tomorrow. Riley's Cantina Live. Get your tickets. Uh, and over there to my man, Brett Sheridan, holding down the comedy fort for us all. Thank you so much for the Streamlabs Super Chats uh, and the Schmobot uh, contributions you gave us today. Uh, I think we fell a little bit short from $1,000, but we did pretty great. So thank you so much for sending in all the money that you did to help us, help us overcome things and do great work today. So uh, great way to end the week. And uh, I hope we see you again Monday morning, 10 a.m. PT. Have yourself a great weekend. Wear a mask. Be safe. And come back and join us again for some more comedy, some more humor, uh, some more laughs, and some more insightful opinions about the world of entertainment. 10 a.m. PT on SEN Live. Be well, my friends. And the movie is She Hate Me. Spike Lee. She Hate Me. Anthony She Hate Me. Washington. There you go. Oh, shut up.